Yeah, you know one, how, how modern digital cameras are. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. But that one was- I love that too. Like, I'm going back to the past. I'm taking uh, technology from 1999 with me. Yeah, well, exactly. Because we don't that have was, time travel now. That one, that one was disproved. And oh, was it? Yeah, do you know what the answer was? What's that? He was Canadian. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. He was, this is in Toronto. podcast you ready i was ready yesterday yeah there we go welcome back to the dylan and joe basement podcast this is episode 54 and we are happy to be back in action this week to have a another episode that takes us to sort of the unknown, sort of not the unknown, some things that go back and forth. And uh, I've got my other half here. Joe, you want to say hi to everyone from the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast? This is Joe. Hello, everybody. I'm talking to you from the past. When I'm speaking now, it will have already happened by the time you've heard it. This is true. There is the past, the present, and the future. And even that can be debated. Joe, what's the topic today? What can we tell everyone about? Today, we're slamming together the topics that we love on this podcast. We're going with the unexplained, the mysterious, scientific, historical, where science meets fiction. We're talking about warping through space-time itself and possibly going where no man's gone before. Time Well, travel. one man has gone there before. and Oh, can't wait to talk about him. And he was made uh very famous because all he wanted to do in life was go back to the glory days just go right back to the glory days of his football career you son of a bitch this is number one on my list (laughs) we gotta start with something funny so (laughs) he wanted this guy we did not talk about this before the podcast we just had this idea time was to go live the glory days of his football days and he did this with a certain device called the modulus i could throw a pigskin a quarter mile over them near mountains back in my day we could have gone to state we could have gone to state could have gone to state put me in coach i reckon you know a lot about cyberspace. You, you ever come across anything like time travel? Easy. I've already looked into it for myself. Right on. Right on. And We're talking, you... of course, about uh, Uncle Rico from Uncle the Rico critically acclaimed film Napoleon Dynamite in his orange van halfway through the movie or more more like three quarters he's it's finally time for him to put his money where his mouth is and he buys a time machine from a box called the modulus (laughs) what the modulus does is it's a it's a box that looks like it's just a giant you know lunch box 
It looks like an erector set from like the old the fifties, like metal erector sets or whatever. Like yeah. a sandlot. Yeah, yeah, it does. And it's got it's got um old style label machine labels on it that says <laughs> Yeah, the raised print. The raised print in red. And it's got C user manual on it for how to do it. And, <laughs> and also you have to use crystals to power it, obviously. Yep, you have to use crystals. And it has a wire connecting what looks like a, um, uh, what are those things that you jump on that have the spring? That pogo looks, stick, looks yeah. It's like a pogo stick, only small. And, you, and it has, and you put it in between your legs and you hold on to it like a bicycle. Yeah. And then and you then put you, the, uh, the, the ring around your head with the wires connected so that yep. you can... And then when we'll it's go time, time, you turn on and you can go back and you set the year. You set the year. Yeah, you have to set the year. Don't be crazy. You, 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 you don't can... want to just go anywhere. You want to go to exactly to the uh, state semifinals. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> set the Varsity. year and then you, you turn on and you go right, you just disappear. But that's not what happened because I guess he guessed, I guess he didn't read the user manual. Yeah. What does it actually do? Uh, well, that amount of electric uh, energy directly into your nutsack is not a good thing for the human body. So uh, it's a real jolt. <laughs> so it's a big giant joke. He's ready to go. Re- he's buckling up and getting nervous and ready to go back to the glory days of football. And he literally just electrocutes his balls. <laughs> and some guy sold him this, <laughs> in, and that's the whole fucking thing. <laughs> it's just like a like a, like a transistor in your fucking nuts, and you just train with the voltage. And- <laughs> because it's just even funnier because they just know a girl would never do this (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. if someone's gonna buy this it's gonna be a guy and we're it's gonna be a great joke and we're literally just gonna have someone pay to electrocute their balls (laughs) don't forget the crystals the crystals god is that funny so anyways that's so funny. That's exactly the, the I thought of like all these crazy movies about time travel and I was like don't forget Uncle Rico and then the first thing you bring up we are on the same page my friend in the same page and just want everybody if you I, I imagine you've seen a napoleon dynamite there are some movies on the list that we're going to talk about later that i actually haven't seen everyone's probably going to throw up or go electrocute their balls because i <laughs> i haven't seen it but uh that is just so goddamn funny it's just one of those things that you think about on a tuesday when you're just driving your car like uncle rico electrocuting his balls because he wants to time travel for the sole purpose of going back to football in high school <laughs> in high school oh man that's funny so his whole life could have been different back in 82 i used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile are you serious i'm dead serious watch this you doing that's what i'm talking about yeah that's right could have gone to state could have gone to state so time travel is a concept that uh most people you might find that we're not most people or i'm not most people or joe's not most people but most people only believe to exist in the works of pure science fiction but yeah but i think it's one of those topics that's been uh much like all the other concepts we talk about in the show it's it's a tale as old as time though even in ancient times people still thought of the concept of it's like being alive what if i could go back what if i could go forward i mean i think as soon as you understand your place in time it doesn't matter what time you live in i mean obviously in ancient times they didn't think they could use the uh the what was it called the mod modulator uh uncle rico's 
Yeah. Oh, it was the modulus. The modulus. They didn't think about that. They didn't think about electricity, but they did think that, you know, there's some way to shift through time. I mean, it, as soon as you see the clock ticking by, even proverbially, and as a human being, you see people getting older and dying. You see babies being born to the world. You make mistakes. You wonder what's going to happen tomorrow. I think it's a universal idea for humans to say, what if I could go back and forth and not just always be here all the time? I don't think that it's a unique idea to modern society, just that modern society has better ideas on how it might be accomplished. Yeah, I, um, you know, I didn't think of this until now, but uh, I crashed a car one time. Um, Shocker. <laughs> only time, only time. Never had been gone. And it was, it was my fault. And um wasn't paying attention and I rear-ended somebody. Everyone was okay. I was okay. Um, and it all happened so fast. And my first thought was, this is, this is just a big misunderstanding. And I was like, <laughs> was my first thought. And then I'm used to playing racing games, racing car games where you hold Y and Xbox and you rewind every time you make a mistake. Like if you blow a quarter. Yeah, like Prince of Persia or uh, Blinks. Blinks the fuck is is that with the, the max no uh braid is another game you can do that with yeah yeah it's great so if you like you know like i used to play gran turismo when i was a kid and we i would actually do 12 or 24 hour races and i would do it over days and there was no option to hold y and me and my brother were like 10 years old and we were just about to complete a 24 hour race we were driving a honda nsx and um like the last corner of 24 hours we fucked up and came in like sixth and I put 24 hours of my time on this earth into a virtual endurance race, and I couldn't hold why. And who got hurt first after that happened? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I'm pretty just, sure your, your kid brain didn't process that and go, hey, you win some, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But now they now instead of, uh, you know, strangling each other, um, you can uh, just hold Y and save yourself uh, some childhood trauma. Yeah. And so. that, that is also a great um, concept in time travel, which is video games having save states, which I think that anyone who's played a big game like Skyrim or Grand Theft Auto or whatever, it, it's, the, it's the dream. Just save it there and then do whatever you want and then just load it and go back. Like, almost like going back in time, like having a tag there. Yeah, or Rumble back Roses to- X. You forgot to mention that. Everyone, yeah, everyone would love to. Yeah. <laughs> everyone would love to uh, just do a little quick little rebind, we'll skip, skip back one, one scene before that, and just uh, try it again. Yeah, the shortest version of time travel, but it's like the most, you know, simple version. But it's it's the best. Just like, hey, I, I fucked that one up. Why don't I just go back and hold Y as he as he said, and just go back a little bit and just try it again. Yeah, yeah. No, Who doesn't great. want that? Well, because it could screw up everything. If you did. Oh, nothing's happened yet. And that life would of it. really feel like a simulation if you did that. But but anyway, for sure. So, um, so going forward in time is theoretically easier than going back in time because we have real life examples of this. Yeah, so let's start off there. We're travel. talking about real time travel. Real time travel. So it is possible. The, it is possible. So theoretically um if you go fast enough you can observe time and the further away you get from earth obviously you like with the astronauts they're always a little bit younger than yeah the the folks who live on the iss the uh 
International Space Station are about five milliseconds younger than people on Earth since they've been up there because they actually are experiencing time slower than the people on Earth are because they're traveling at, I think, about 10,000 miles per hour. Right. If you do that for long enough, then the uh, the gap between you and the people on Earth widens. And five milliseconds is negligible, but try being five milliseconds younger on Earth. It's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go fast unless you have the modulus it's not happening yeah um so it's interesting and they're only going ten thousand miles an hour right which is insanely fast but that's not even close to the speed of light no and this is how far away we are from this so the fastest object created by man has gone 164,700 miles per hour or 45 miles a second which is only 0.002% the speed of light. That's fucked. Like, think about how fast that is. That's insane. What do you say? Miles per second? When you start measuring things miles per second, that, that's just insanely fast. And 164,000 miles per hour is 45 miles per second. Yeah, so every second you've gone 45 so miles. So fast. And that's not even, you know, a 0.05% of the speed of light it's 0.02 yeah zero zero two so it's not even half a percentage of the speed of light yeah and if you were to go that 45 miles a second um you would it would only send you into the future two milliseconds if you were on the ship for a whole day for a whole day yeah so that's not doing much no so it'd take you years to get any sort of progress Um, but yeah that is i mean i think it's worth explaining just shortly that the, it, it comes to the, from Einstein's theory of relativity that if you can travel, the closer to the speed of light you can travel, you actually are experiencing time slower. It, it didn't make any sense to me as a kid. I remember learning about it and being like, you brought a clock with you. I'm like, who cares about the clock? The clock isn't time. The clock is an object that turns gears. Like, why does that matter? But it actually experiences, you know, time at a different speed than anything else. So actually, the faster you get to the speed of light, the slower time is around you. I don't understand why that's true. It just is the nature of the world. It just is. So if you go at the speed of light and you could travel that way, not only would you be going that fast so you could travel around at that speed, you would actually be experiencing time itself at a slower rate. And it would you know, get closer and closer to the stopping to the fact that if you could travel at the speed of light for a year, go out and come back from Earth, Earth would be significantly older than what you would be at that time. It's essentially time traveling into the future it would take as long for you as a year but the earth would have already experienced many many more years than you were traveling at that speed it's strange but it's the way it works yeah and the only way i can pers- i can explain this to the general public is is two things in a simple form when you are uh say you're going in a car going 100 and you see people having a conversation you're having a conversation like this but as you're passing them it does sort of feel like they're barely moving and then furthermore if you're going 100 in a car on a highway and everyone else is going 65 you can maneuver around people who are turning dramatically because you're going faster that's a, that's yeah. it's not doesn't relate fully the only actual thing that relates that i'm going to talk about that's just what my brain is doing at the moment and it could be and that's a, it's a good metaphor to like kind of frame it in your head even though like you say that it's not what it actually is like but that's a good way to kind of like imagine what you're yeah. what's going on the most actual i mean the actual example of this is looking at stars right now yes you know, you're looking at the past which is so nuts mm-hmm. 
that's how far away they are. You're seeing stars that exploded billions of years ago. Yeah, there's no star you've ever seen that is present. Even the sun you're seeing after the fact. And that's the closest one we have. So all the stars that you've seen, I think, I don't remember the exact, you know, numbers on it, but I believe that the North Star, which is the brightest star in our sky, not because it burns the brightest, it's because it's one of the closest ones, is about 400 light years away. So when you look up at the sky tonight and see the North Star, you're seeing the North Star as it was in the, you know, the time where people were still sailing galleons across the ocean. That's what it, what it actually looked like then, hundreds yeah. and hundreds of years ago. Yeah, and that means if you're going light speed, it would take you 400 years still to get there. To get there. I mean, that's just unbelievable amount yeah. of, misunder- of just something brains can't comprehend. Uh, uh, so on a speed of light ride. So these theories come from, uh, they come from Albert Einstein and they come from Stephen Hawking for the most part. Yeah, they're the two most famous examples of these. I think they are... Uh... And it started with Einstein. Yes, yeah, he's the first one to understand this concept. And he was the first one to understand the concept of space-time as one word. It, it, it's a fabric that's interwoven. There is not time, this overarching concept, and then space that time happens in. Space and time are one thing. That, that's why you can go fast enough that you can change the way that time works. If time was separate from space, you could go as fast as you want. Time keeps ticking the same way. But because they're so interlocked, you can actually affect the way that time works by traveling through space at different rates of speed, which wouldn't be possible if time wasn't part of space, which it is. Right. And he, he defines, not fully defines, but he, space-time is influenced by the mass of an object and the speed it's traveling at. Which is also why when people say, what happened before the Big Bang? There is no before. The Big Bang when it happened, there's, there's something that might have happened to cause it, but there was no time or space. When the Big Bang happened, that's when we understand the beginning of space-time. So there's not like it can be before and after, because there's no before if there's no time. You have to have time to have before. So when it happened, there became a, a this. And before that, there wasn't a before. It just always is this whatever thing is. I don't get too much in the weeds, but I thought that was a crazy part about the fact that there was no time before the universe. The universe is time itself. So whatever is before the universe, it doesn't really exist as a before as the way we see it because we're humans and we live in space time. So we can't really think about the concept of before because there was no before. Yeah. And one interesting thing is besides, besides physics is that um, this is not a true statement, but time exists only in our heads not true but we are the only living thing that we know of that can go back in time in our heads yeah yeah i mean we're we're the only living thing we we understand that um comprehends time and like you know deals with it in our own minds like you said yeah you can you can live in the past in your own head yeah yeah exactly and i mean like right now if i smashed a window you know that happened it actually did and there's there's proof of it yeah, because you can see the results. Yeah. But what if you smashed the window and you forgot you smashed it? Then there's just a smashed window. That's true. And you assume it was smashed at one point in the past. Yeah. So Einstein's theory, uh, 
just because we want to wrap this up real quick with these two folks. Um, it's it's all about E equals MC squared. That's what the that's what E equals MC squared proves. It proves that time travel into the past is possible. No, it, it no, not into the past, into the future. Well, it will. I've got it here that says time travel into the past is possible theoretically, and scientists say that it's still impossible for us to put this in practice. It doesn't mean that it's impossible, though. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Well, I, I, as far as I understand, like Einstein's theory was like you can travel to the future for you, as far as you're concerned. You can't do a thing where you blink an eye and you're in the future, but you can travel at the speed of light and return to another place, and it will be the future for them. It'll be the present for you. It's relative. That's what that's right. the theory of and relativity. Like, theoretically. Yeah. Like theoretically, if you decide, if you're just all of a sudden standing still and going a big circle in light speed, immediately hit light speed in a circle, you'll get, you'll start, you'll get back to where you started and still see yourself. Like that's actually physically possible. Yeah. You'll see yourself starting your journey. Yeah. Which is Which fucking is, terrifying. It's so strange. It's very um, white, very weird. Yeah. It doesn't, uh, it just blows your mind a little bit. And so, so Stephen Hawking expanded on those ideas. He did. So that's the next part. So his, what he says about to start, what he says about Einstein's. Theory, well, he, doesn't, he doesn't say a whole lot, does he? Well, I was going to try to get an app on my phone to, <laughs> to, to have him as a special guest today. Um, I mean, what, 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 <laughs> that would something else. That would have been really funny. Um, I mean, it surely is one of the most gifted minds of our time. And I mean, I can bring him. God in right felt now it necessary we, to strike him down. <laughs> I mean, pay we, for his brilliance. I can give us a quick little pause, real quick, and just get a little uh, type a couple little couple things in. <laughs> sure, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Okay. All right, guys, we're back and. Um, and uh, we've got uh, the Hawking synthesizer. Ready, bitch. We're going to do a test run here. Dr. Steven from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> so just making sure it works. Um, so works right, right from the, the guy, it's the man himself. Um, we have a um, an excerpt about what he says about... Um, Einstein's theory. So, Joe, while I type this in the synthesizer, uh, just mm -hmm. say something, just so I can have the time to do this. Sure thing. Uh, so, Stephen Hawking, another brilliant physicist, he's actually one of the people who theorized the exist existence of black holes, which we only proved uh, very very recently. It was mathematically proven well before this, but he's one of the first people who was like, "Black holes exist," and I'll tell you why. He understood about black hole radiation and a lot of his things that he theorized were proved in his lifetime but even more of them are being proved now after the fact the guy's brilliant he got struck down by a particular disease i can't remember it's a, it's a neurodegenerative disease where when he was in his college years went from a brilliant outgoing guy and slowly he lost the use of all his motor control in his entire body until he couldn't move at all but he almost had a locked-in syndrome his brain still works brilliantly he's one of the most intelligent people on the planet but he couldn't even wipe his own ass. And also, he was a ladies' man, even into his later years. He liked to be saucy and flirt with his uh, device that he, uh, he used to type with it, and then eventually he lost the use of his hands even, and it actually worked by his eyes 
uh, moving around um, until uh, to the point where he could barely move at all, but it still kept working for him. So the, anyways, the guy's a brilliant mind and uh, I love to hear from him. Yeah. So we're going to hear from him. So this is what Stephen Hawkins says about Einstein's theories, just generally. After the ad. <laughs> from the app. Come on. I hope that his like, system, he got past the paywall. Whoops. Uh, yeah, right. Oh, come on. No, I don't want to play. I really don't. No interest. Clash of Clans. Me. Download now on Google Play. You know, it actually looked like Aegis Wing, and I missed that. Um, Aegis Wing is a great game. So good. So anyways, here he is um, talking about uh, Stephen Hawking. Sorry, talking about Einstein's theory. Dr. Stephen Hawking. To travel with a speed faster than light is almost impossible, at least in our world. And if time travel will ever be possible, the past will make you stop. That, that was actually identical to what he like that sounded exactly like him we could probably find a clip of him saying that yeah that's so uh, right on and whatever that app is i want it uh without the ads please uh that's fantastic you get in the ads you can get the app um, yeah get the ads um it's, it's is it called cool. stephen hawking how he talks <laughs> what's yeah, it called and in honor of him it's probably the right thing to do for the dylan joe basin podcast mm-hmm. to make d to integrate this into dj i think that would be great. probably the right thing to do mm-hmm. honor of that way he could finally speak through the device yes exactly so because everyone yeah i device mean to speak through so anyways um and i like how that he also stuck with that until he died which in that that was that device was first introduced to him like in like the late 80s early 90s and he just kept it because that's like how his voice sounded to the world so he didn't want to keep changing it he could have had like an alexa AI system being like, hey, my name's Stephen Hawking, blah, blah, blah. But he was so used to having that, he wanted to keep that one because he could have updated it every two years, but he stuck with the same system and just updated the software so it worked better. But it still sounded like this when he talked and he could have had it sound less like a robot, but he wanted to talk to the world in the same voice. And that wasn't the app, that was just me. Oh, that was Joe, wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's That's what I was saying though, right? Going to the past, impossible. Not impossible, but as we know now in physics, you, we don't know how to do it. Going to the future, very possible. Yeah, we don't. It, it, that really is becomes science fiction, sort of, because um, we know that it's possible to go to the future. We don't understand what it takes to go back to the future. Although, although, <laughs> although, wait, although, two things. One law of physics is made to not allow us to change the past, but it's not, we can't go back to the past. And then the whole reason that we can tap into this for a hair, HG Wells wrote the novel, The Time Machine, which turned into a movie that came out in like 2002. And, and it first came out in like 1959 or something. HG Wells, well, I don't know what his deal was. Yeah, well, well he was a uh, science fiction writer. He wrote War of the Worlds, I think, right, too. He wrote a bunch of science fiction novels that are super yeah, famous. So he sounds like he's from the 1800s. Well, he might be. He might be. I think he's from the early 1900s, late 1800s for sure. Yeah, yeah, but they yeah, made yeah. a movie based on his novel, like back in like you know the old movies, like Wizard of Oz era. Oh, I'm talking about like yeah. Wizard of Oz time. And yep. then they remade it in 2002, and no one gave a fuck. 
uh, because it sucked so hard, apparently. I don't know. I've seen I a lot of clips Black from the original one. I've never seen any clips from the new one. I saw it in theaters. Oh, okay. Well, well, tell us about it. I will tell you about it. So, again, it's based on Einstein's theories, and the whole entire goddamn movie is about... Well, that movie is obviously retconning it because H.G. Wells didn't know who Einstein was because he died before Einstein... Or he died before Einstein was actually saying all this shit, you know? H.G. Wells? Yeah, H.G. Wells would have been, I don't know, 50 years older than Einstein when he was born. But Einstein was saying this shit in the 30s and 40s. Yeah, but H.G. Wells was writing in late 1800s. No, 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 no. In the, in the time machine, the guy's wearing like fucking Sherlock Holmes stuff. And he has like a steam-powered fucking magical mechanical machine with crystal balls and stuff. He didn't know about relativity when he wrote the book, right? We got our timelines mixed up because he obviously wrote Ooh, so appropriate for the podcast. Wow, he obviously wrote the book after Einstein. I mean, why did he really? Uh, that's my mistake. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about my ass. I don't now. know when he wrote when the novel came out. Um uh I mean I've got it right here, but I but anyway. But I, I'm thinking that you're probably going with the movie, and the movie probably retconned it to be like, oh, it actually works because Einstein. Well, it's almost like interstellar. He published it in 1895. So that's about, what, 40 some odd years before Einstein published his theory of relativity. Why the fuck does it Well, the 2002 right movie obviously is shit. And they tried to make it make more sense for us now because they didn't want it to be an old fashioned magical mystery tour, which is like, you know, Willy Wonka's boat or whatever. What which is basically, it's basically it's Willy Wonka's boat. The guy sits on, and he pulls a big lever and then it goes, willy, 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 willy. And then the clocks spin around and then he goes to the past. Yeah, I don't know why it would say based on Einstein's theories, though. That's why I'm so confused. Anyways, yeah, the, the, I saw the movie. Yeah, that's nuts. The movie in 2002 was, it was actually, I liked it. Um, was it good? I tried to watch it recently, and it's like very uh, poorly um, animated. But um, it's about this guy, yeah, in the 1800s with this, the, you know, the the weird suit and the top hat and whatever it is and they're in like in like central park in new york city or something and she just gets shot by a robber you know like in a very formal way with a flintlock <laughs> you know? yeah yeah like a duel very but formal you didn't know she was late, part of it very formal late 1800s robbery with a flintlock pistol yeah he's like have at you and then he loads it up with the yeah, ramrod yes exactly pretty much probably and he sees this and she dies in his arms and he just decides he's going to build a time machine to go back to stop this from happening. So, so it turns into Groundhog Day where he just keeps going back to that moment. And since it was fate, every every single time he went back there, she died a different way. It's almost funny. Good Lord. That's yeah. so brutal. And then That is not the novel at all, by the way. The guy goes to like the ancient world and stuff. Well, exactly. He goes, yeah. And then then the end of the movie, he, he fucks it up so goddamn bad that he's like ends up in hell. But he's what present. the fuck is this even the book at all? I don't think this is. I don't think they just stole the. They just bought the title. Yeah, I know. I, like I said, I don't know much about the book, but from what I know, the guy was like a. The character's like a scientist who like wanted to build a time machine, and then yeah. he like got stuck in the past or whatever. But the story isn't that he he wanted to go back to the night that uh, Batman's parents got murdered and you know save them from death or whatever. That sounds like more like a Groundhog Day, and they just made it. They just called it H.G. Wells the Time Machine, so people would go see it because Groundhog Day already came out. Yeah, good point. So if anybody uh, has uh, seen the original movie, the new movie, and read the book, uh, we... Uh, Please, we need you to email us. Phone in us. and let us know phone the in, real yeah. deal here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> theorize about uh, the time machine, the movie. The he goes movie, to hell? Why the fuck is that part of it? Because he fucked up so movie. goddamn bad that he... But what is hell in the past? Shit. 
in the past the earth was hell is that the idea I don't, he just keeps messing this doesn't sound so like sci-fi at all it sounds like pure fantasy i mean i don't it's not hey, hell should not about, be involved in time travel we're talking all. about theories and uh, you know no one you got no fucking proof that his fucking flintlock situation going back to hell or whatever is not as possible as time travel. i don't know i picture hell as existing now you don't have to go back to it right you just go to another place it's like saying i have to take a time machine you go to china it's like no it's still there you just take a plane well, I just think that he just kept going back so much that it just kept destroying the code that the moment of time was written in that it just got so raw dogged. Tearing the fabric just, of reality apart. Fuck the fabric of reality gets just so fucked up so bad that he just end up with fucking Lucifer. Yeah, and, I think they just wanted to put the devil in it. Uh, yeah, it ends up. He's always a know, fun character. Ends up getting a stuff. pineapple shoved up his ass. You know, I. You know, little Nikki. Hell yeah. yeah. Good reference, great fucking movie. Not about time travel. So, um, so that's uh, so yeah. Do you mind if we bang through the other possible methods of time travel before we? Because I want to talk yeah. about pop culture time travel for sure. Absolutely, of let's do it. Um, so yeah, we already talked about the idea of uh, speed of light travel being you can travel to the future in that way. Because let's not forget, we we can time travel. We do it every day. We travel to the future at the same rate every day. I mean, we are always traveling to the future. We're never staying in the present, and we're never going to the past. That's why it's so much easier to theorize how to travel the future because we're already doing it. We're just doing it at a constant rate. We can't increase unless you go super fast. But there's a couple other ideas on how to do it. The other one um, is wormholes. We've never discovered a wormhole in space, even though they're in every sci-fi movie ever. We actually don't know if they exist for sure. We believe they do because of the way the physics works out and astrophysics and shit like that. But if they do exist, as far as we know, they are beyond microscopic. They would exist on such a small level. They're basically like seams or twists and turns in the fabric of space-time that we exist now. So it's almost like, um, I don't know, finding a piece of thread on planet Earth. And it's like, that's how small it is. And if that was the thread that actually twisted it around, the idea is that maybe there's a next dimension that's all bundled up and a little tightly coiled. If you could get in there you could actually travel in between dimensions and if that's possible then perhaps the wormholes lead to different parts parts of the timeline because they could lead to different parts of reality altogether unfortunately none of them that we can even theorize are big enough to go through you would need an insane amount of energy even to make them big enough to put a human body through them Um, and we can't prove they exist for sure but they are theoretically possible yeah and to to visualize this what what einstein was talking about when he was talking about wormholes and to go back into the past um you would uh he says that you would only be able to return to the so if you did find a wormhole or you had a time machine to go back in the past you could only return to the time when the time machine was created that's time machine now to wormholes um you need to find a stable wormhole put it on a spaceship, fly fast through space so that time on the ship would slow down, and then the astronauts could then go through the wormhole back to an earlier time. And sure, what exact, yeah. That's kind of it, which is confusing because you have to go fast enough to actually be able to go through the wormhole. It's so weird. But, through but the wormhole. what a wormhole really is, is it was explained multiple ways and 
Um, I have a good way to explain it visually after you're done. Just so yeah, you know. that's got, why I got up and left you. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you're going to show us with your hands? Cause I was going to show us with words. I'm gonna, well, you can explain with words. I can show us with a piece of paper and a pen. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. I was going to say, if you take a hot dog, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> if you take a really lot. So it's just, so you have a hot dog and then you picture uh, Nathan's famous. You have a really long hot dog and in time is that hot dog from yeah. end to end like you're at the beginning of the hot dog and the it's end not of the a bowl dog, but it still takes you as long as it takes you to go through that hot dog to get to the end of the hot dog right and then but if you have a wormhole you're able to f- fold the hot dog in half and stick a pencil through it and then uh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well, that's what i'm about to do you're fucking my shit <laughs> that's exactly right that's a wormhole so instead of getting from a to b with normal time you're able to get from a to b by folding a hot dog in half and then just jump getting through there that way because that, that, that that's exactly you know, right that's exactly a million years but now all of a sudden it's a millisecond a millisecond exactly right yeah so it's it's you have to describe it by using two dimensions because we can't picture it in three dimensions we live in three dimensions so it, you have to have a fourth dimension in your mind to understand what that is so yeah the way i heard is that like picture the world it, it, it compressed into two dimensions and you have two points which will immediately lose here between the two x's the way you get between them is just going through the straight line to connect the two of them there and it takes you how long it took me for my pen to draw across it there but if you could fold space time which would be possible through a wormhole like dylan said you can put the hole through the two of them and now you're immediately going through both of those and it's much quicker of a journey between them two right there and that's not really what it'd be like it's not a piece of paper it's not a hot dog that's the best way to visually explain what a wormhole would do because we can't picture what a wormhole would be. We were like, is it like a big tube? You go through it. It's like, yeah, but that you're thinking of 3D space. 3D space is all we know. This would have to be in the fourth dimension, which is beyond what we have, which is why you have to pull it down to two dimensions for us humans to understand what it might look like in that sense. Cut right through the same piece of paper, but the piece of paper is in three dimensions. We all live in it. Fucking weird. But the wormhole thing would work out if it even goes there. We don't know if wormholes actually do travel between dimensions. We just know that they theoretically exist. And if they do exist, they're so small, we'd be lucky to put, um, you know, a molecule through one. So it would take a massive amount of energy to put a person through it, never mind a spacecraft. So we're, we're, I'd say that one is pretty low on the list of ways we're going to be able to use uh, time travel, at least as far as we understand technology right now. It's basically as science fiction as the uh hg wells thing is it's not as science fiction as a uh, combining you know subatomic particles to create a a nuclear uh fusion right from let's say say it was 1900 and you're thinking about that you're like that's just fucking crazy of course Um, now we've been doing this for almost 100 years Mm -hmm. um and it's it's a good point it's it's impossible as of right now what we understand science doesn't mean it couldn't be possible in five years when we make a new discovery yeah i mean they're there as we've discussed on uh you know um dylan uh, joe basement podcast dylan joe basement pot yeah that one um <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the sun in a box uh in specifically exactly about that yeah about having artificial suns and if something if someone fucks up hard enough some sort of particle collider things go in light speed and this type of stuff in a controlled environment and just, just creates a fucking wormhole and sucks us all through it and we it just you know 
with i'll be dead you can only have theories make sense you can only test theories when you test theories besides that it's just e equals mc squared is just a theory that does work out right but Uh, but theories when we talk about in science are a little bit different than theories like if i say oh i my theory is that like this like a scientific theory is much more concrete like for example gravity is a theory in science and gravity is pretty well proven right well proven but i think every i think i'm sorry gravity is a law evolution is a theory so like you you can have mountains of evidence and it can still be a theory in science and science a theory is like a like secondary to laws it goes like law theory concept hypothesis like it goes down the list theory is like basically anything below like the most prominent easy to explain bullshit ever it's like gravity (laughs) law uh evolution theory like uh you know yeah equal e of something squared relativity theory it's not a theory like oh i thought of this thing yesterday it's like it took us three years and mountains of evidence to make it a theory so a scientific theory is different than like a theory that i might have about why traffic is so bad on wednesday nights yeah but even the capital t theory yeah i however I, i think gravity is a theory that has laws. Oh, really? I thought based that was a of, law. I, I thought it was a law of, of gravity. My, based off of my uh, AP physics days, which uh, just for the record, I did quite well on all of the hands-on things and got a one on the AP exam, which means I might have got not even a single question right. So yeah. not trying to not trying to brag, was in the class, but uh, oh, you got in the class, man! I wouldn't have even made it into AP physics. Fuck that! Too much math. I don't know how I made it in. Um, anyways. <laughs> anyways um my whole point is that i think that i think a theory is something that is even the most robust known theories are still are in like facts and science are still just theories it's yeah, a weird thing because it's always a moving and molding thing you can't just say this is the end of it never change it it's done yeah because science to- is the idea of taking in new evidence and forming new ideas based on it yeah yeah exactly so so enough about theories. We could talk about that for an entire day. Sure, we um, could. Another one is uh, super gravity, which they actually pulled this off in a, in a couple of science fiction movies. But basically, the concept works the same with the equals m two squared as this super light travel, which is that if you if you um, experience massive massive gravity, so if you're near a super super dense object, time actually slows down the closer you get to it. So the same as time slows down if you're going insanely fast. If you're being pulled by gravity at an insane level, time slows down for you too. In fact, if you're getting close to a black hole, the closer you get, time dilates in that way. So as you're entering a black hole, it would feel like it's a long time, but at the same time, it's an instance in reality outside of it. So if you could if you could experience gravity in a super immense sense, you could actually slow time down for yourself and almost pause it. Because at the moment that you reach a black hole, time is almost frozen for you. But at that point, you're you're well dead, so you wouldn't be able to experience it. So that's another way to try to, you know, you can't reverse it. You can't go to the past, but you could actually almost freeze time like you were doing in the, in the speed of light thing, where if you could get back from that black hole, time would have slowed down for you so much that it's almost like you travel to the future. That is interesting. Very interesting. 
Um, and they do that in one of the movies that I'm going to bring up later, which is told by scientists as the most accurate representation of time travel in any fictional work. Put a pin in that. Wow. And the other one is um, suspended animation, which is kind of a cheat. It's more of a cheat than any of them. It's time travel in just the sense that it's time for you. If you could freeze your body in a cryostasis like an alien, or if you could pause your mind or upload your mind, something like that, it would be essentially time traveling because as far as your consciousness is concerned, it was a blink of an eye, but you've passed, you know, 20 days, 100 years, whatever it is. If you can be frozen, or whether it's by actual ice or chemicals or electronics, when you wake up, Boom, you time travel. Just like when you go to sleep at night, you time travel for eight hours if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. There's a, another unknown, undescribed theory, and it has a lot to do with time machines and when you think of like Star Trek when they go into portals and these type of things. Yeah. It's, it, it electronically breaks down all the molecules and, and matter it, it, oh, you it, mean like the uh, like beam me up, Scotty? Yes. Yeah, it changes matter and, and is able to move it to a different place. And I have one example of that that is we'll get to in our next segment, sort of. But um, most time machines that were created on this Earth that may or may not exist were done with extremely large amount of voltage and magnetic Big energy fields. Yeah. So they're able to break down matter in such a unique way that doesn't cause damage to cells um, that they know of. And it's able to, because electricity moves at, uh, you know, a certain rate that's close to the speed of light. Mixed yeah. With, yeah. It's, um, I mean, the only thing that's slowing it down is just the actual uh, material it's being conducted from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Electrons move at the speed of light. It's just that, you know, whatever in, what insulators or resistors we have, the only thing that slows it down. If we, yeah, and if I, we I just let it go, it would go to speed of light. That electricity is uh, definitely manipulated a little bit by um, uh, air density and uh, uh, air density, humidity, as well as um, uh, there's one more thing I was thinking of: air density, humidity, and gravity. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like uh, any. It's like yeah. it's like any object. It's it's friction. It's it's you know it's air pressure. It's like even electricity, even you know, electrons, they can get slowed down by all the other things in our environment, just like any other object can. They just happen to have an advantage of being super small and going insanely fast. Yeah. Yep. They still exactly. affect it though, like all, all you all are. Yeah, correct. So those are the methods that uh, we know of on the Dylan Joe Basin podcast for uh, possible time, time travel, travel that are well documented. And we'll get into some examples that uh, change a little bit, but they have to do with everything, like we said, from electricity to magnetism, to light speed, to traveling super fast, to a massive amount of gravity, which requires a massive amount of mass. Like black holes are the densest things known to man. Yes. Um, the density is, and the weight is not even- You can't even understand how dense it is. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I've heard it before. It was like putting the, the, the entire mass of a sun onto like the head of a pin- Yes. So it's yeah. still all the same mass. It's just compressed so, so yeah. dense that it, it would still have the same gravity as the sun, but it would be almost microscopic. I mean, that's black holes are dense as fuck. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, and it's all in gravity. And a fun fact is um, uh, densest element is um, osmium. Os O S M I U M. Mm. And uh, UPS, since we actually, sorry, USPS, the US Postal Service has a $14 flat rate mailing envelope with a weight limit. And I think it has a weight limit of 75 pounds. Don't quote me on the exact numbers. Mm. And so, and it's like four by six. It's like a little, no, no, it's not four by six. It's, it's bigger than eight and a half by 11 by like a bit, like a little bit. And flat rate box. Eight feet? No, no, inches. Okay, yeah. Um, and you think, oh, you know, like, you know, if I put like a, a car diff in there, like the back end of a car, you know, that's going to fuck it up or whatever it is. Mm. And per volume, so if let's say it's eight and a half by 11 and the weight limit is 75 pounds, if you filled it with eight and a half, eight and a half by 11 of osmium, the densest element on the periodic table, it would still only be like 50 pounds. So it is physically impossible to, to, <laughs> <laughs> you can't fill it with more weight than it. You can't, standing. you can't, it's, there's no way on earth wow. to put more than 70 pounds in that space. Even with a hundred percent osmium, you still can't do it. You think so, you're like, no, I could definitely do this. Like that size. I could definitely put that much weight in there somehow. Nope. Not possible. It's not, not physically, physically possible. possible as far as we understand. Yeah. yeah. So, and we're just talking about gravity and black holes and how dense they are. And how that, that is a great fun fact for that. That's yeah, a fun it. fact. Yep. And the, um, you just think like, how could something be denser than like a crystal, you know, how could a black hole, which is made of like gas and matter combined and well, it's, and it's really, I mean, it's not really made of any light. of that. Yeah. I mean, it's right. Yeah. But it's so weird. Cause like there's pressure involved. It's so, it's just a weird thing. So it's like an event it's like saying that a whirlpool is made out of water it's like it is but it's really the lack of water and the force going into it that cult that makes it a whirlpool like that that's the way that black holes are made out of gas is the way that whirlpools are made out of water they aren't made out of it they are the event that happens within it because of the fact that it's surrounded by it kind of deal yeah so that's a really good example um so i think it's time to talk about some some examples on this planet of actual time travel Let's, and, please. and then some theories some conspiracies some whatever the fuck then we'll get into some pop culture shit yeah well, why don't we uh we'll we'll talk about that and then we and then we can get into the the ramifications of what yeah. time travel is exactly. and then we can take a little break see and then and just gush about time travel stuff do it right on there big boy let's hear it let's hear your conspiracy shit because I left this completely out of my uh, research because, you know, that's not my place in the podcast. That's your place. That's right. So we, this is on Weird But True, and this is my favorite. <laughs> Already I have a bone to pick. Yep. Uh, um, and if I could Weird but right now, it's just, it's literally just like you, you scroll down from the main thing and then it's just like a, an ad of uh, porn games uh, some girl, yeah. uh, naked girl, um, a doctor from Southborough tells how to remove a hanging belly and then a fucking dick. So yeah, local singles in your area. Yeah. Weird, but true. Weird, uh, but true. Weird, uh, but maybe, maybe not true at all, but we'll yeah, see. 
um but i just i just love how i'm reading this and there's literally just the dick like in the middle of the fucking thing um yeah nothing to, to solidify <laughs> your your belief in science than to have a bunch of porn ads on the banners when you're reading a yeah uh, and I, I literally can't i can't even screenshot this because if it goes on we won't even be able to put on youtube like yeah it, no don't do that it yeah. has a dick on it it's so funny so um <laughs> that's how you know it's weird but true yeah it's that's how you know it's weird but true and speaking of weird but true in early 1995 mikey mike the mike fucking mike madman markham attempted to build a time machine in his backyard in stanbury missouri missouri um and, i already like this guy building it in he, your backyard backyard the, the, the top government entities can't even start this project because they can't secure funding because it's so ridiculous but this guy's gonna do it in his backyard well he started doing it well that's the the end of the story is his backyard it starts off in his fucking kitchen or something oh yeah he had to expand yeah so he he decided he decided to create something called jacob's ladder that's what he decided to name it which, great movie by the way and it's a song by the band's 10 years um and Hell he yeah. called it that because it kind of looks like a, a fucking ladder and we know that jacob's ladder is an old tale um and he <laughs> he's not an idiot so he used a modified compact disc laser to reduce air resistance between two poles looking like this they're in a shape like a v mm -hmm. and this produced a continuous arc and anytime you see um like young frankenstein or any frankenstein movie you always see like an arc traveling up and then dissipating like this yeah that's the old uh mad scientist bzz, bzz. yes exactly so um and and since he reduced air resistance it ended up looking like sort of a vortex in there as well a little bit different but um so he made this by increasing voltage and that's how he's able to get to an arc and he threw a sheet metal screw through that vortex to see what would happen. And he claims that it disappeared for about a half a second and then reappeared a few meters, a few meters away a second later. Oh, almost as if he would have blinked his eyes and then opened them. Exactly. <laughs> and um, oh my God, watch this. I'm going to throw this pen. I'll see how far it can go. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. It went across oh God, the whole room in a blink of an eye blink of an eye so but in the meantime it, it didn't exist anymore and then it reappeared on the other side of the room yeah and then it says sex lasts more than three hours without viagra write down the recipe oh sorry um, <laughs> the recipe is time travel <laughs> i just wish you could see my screen it's just fucking if you could travel at the speed of light sex could last in infinity that's the that's what it says under time the slows down under the dick on my screen right now is just it's just ridiculous dude i can't it's so at that time, he was 21 years old and he was a student of. Oh, uh, okay. So he's a fresh. Yeah, brain. He, he was young. 95. He was 21. So he's born in the fucking 70s, and um, he wasn't an idiot. And um, however, so to he's got a point. So he's like, all right, I figured out time travel for some fucking reason, but now I need some more testing and I need more power because whatever I'm using is not. Uh, gonna yeah, we only see to send a screw 10 feet. We need to send me back to my glory days in high school so we can make the state exactly. varsity championship that's right so yeah <laughs> uh, if only uncle rico knew about this guy um you should have reached out to this guy they so probably went to high gonna, school together he was gonna buy uh six transformers like the ones on telephone poles and those weigh 300 pounds oh my god I, thank you for clarifying i thought he's gonna buy optimus prime starscream megatron 
Bumblebee, yeah. and yep. uh, I, I ran out of Transformer names. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you'll have to figure that one out later. No, you know um, what I'm talking about. They're more than meets the eye. Yeah. So he uh, ended up stealing them from the St. Joseph Light and Power Generating Station in King County, Missouri. Hey. And, uh, he got away with it for a bit, um, and then he decided to do experiments. Until <laughs> they looked at his power bill, and they're like, Jesus Christ. Well, even better. You owe us 20 grand. <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. Even better than that is that while he was testing his backyard with six transformers, he uh, caused a blackout in several blocks of his neighborhood. Yeah. And and then he was, the police were able to track that back to his house and, um, and he was arrested for stealing six transformers and spent a bunch of months in jail. Yeah, that'll do you. So anyway, so then he it just you're gonna love. I that. love that though. He's smart enough to know how to do that without killing himself, but not smart enough to think this will not end well. This is not gonna end well. So, so this is where it gets better, and this is where you're gonna fucking love this, and you're just gonna love this. I already love it, that, so I can't wait. So when he was re- released, our friend Art Bell on Coast to Coast AM got a hey, hold of him. he comes back <laughs> again to the pod. Art Bell, He's back. Art Bell, Coast to Coast AM. Got a hold of him and then had him on a guest on the AM talk show, which for those of you who don't know, is like an alien supernatural conspiracy based AM broadcast that yeah. uh, I don't know if it's still going on, but it was decades of this. It isn't going on anymore, but people are still carrying the torch for that yeah. radio show. Yeah, and show. he shows up on Ancient Aliens all the time. Yeah. Um, and then he told the story of the screw that he threw through the fucking Jacob's Ladder and his plans to build a time machine but he promised to do it legally this time so that's nice so he told he needs to secure funding in other words donate now exactly he has no money no parts so he gave out his phone number and he received calls forever and anyways he got um he got donations and someone don't straight up donated six transformers and um, hey that's pretty great it's the exact number he stole yeah, so for this, he needs transformers, copper, metal, plywood, wood, uh, a big fucking giant quartz granite block. I have his original drawing in front of me. I still understand and why quartz is involved at all. Like, it, it, because uh, quartz is used, uh, when I worked in the Dunkin' Donuts company uh-huh. um, that does their headsets, quartz is used um, in electronics quite frequently to- It's a conductor or something? Um, I wouldn't say it's a conductor. It's more of like a- um, it can it can hold energy for like a billionth of a millisecond. Like it's it's used as a it's energy definitely storage. quite common in electric stuff. Gotcha. So <clears throat> yeah, so he needed like a million volts to make this work. He figured it out, and then he decided to test on himself. So he um, he's uh, dead. <laughs> so no, no, no he's dead. no longer so, with us. He's in the past now. So um he uh he went on the show again and then he's got a more sophisticated one that he used some technology that he claims he got from the navy's philadelphia experiment hey man, he used it on himself hang on he, he just needed more energy and okay. he needed an electromagnetic magnetic vortex that was large enough for a man to enter gotcha. so this interview ended with him claiming to be about to generate the desired amount of voltage to run through the machine and when he asked what they what he would take with him if he ever managed to time travel he said he would just bring his cell phone in 1995 nice and that'll make it through the voltage whatever he's going through here i feel like if you threw the cell phone through like the screw it would be pretty much fried but luckily for him 
it'll go through with him. So that's the last thing we never heard of him. And so he disappeared. That was it. He's disappeared. No one can find the guy. But shortly after he said, he's just about done. He's going to bring his cell phone with him. Mm -hmm. And uh, shortly, (laughs) (laughs) if you listen closely, you can still hear the, yeah so no yeah i really i I wish they had his phone number because we could try to give him a call um so shortly after he disappeared a listener called the art bell show to talk about a strange story that he found from the 1930s in the 1930s police found a dead man on a california beach and he was crushed to death in a strange metal tube and the man was completely unrecognizable and a what looks to be a cell phone and at the time was just a mysterious device was found near his body and um it's impossible to determine but was this him did he just all of a sudden actually go he, back? he teleported into a metal tube by accident oh well, christ the machine might have had that you know they're talking about he's making a new version of it and he ended up actually tr- teleporting back and dead like literally just oh, i'm gonna go teleport and then just comes out the other side just a mangled body um and that's the story about him. And no one's got any answers on Madman Markham, but he sounds like one of the only guys to be able to teleport through time. He didn't survive wow. the, the journey, but. It's not an easy journey. Or someone's got to be first, you know? Someone's got to be the brave soul to try it out first. Yeah. Cheers to Madman Markham. Cheers, Madman. And uh, cheers to you for avoiding all the people you owe a bunch of money by uh, faking <laughs> your own death. You know what? He did it. He's like that guy who died a couple of years ago who decided to build a rock in his backyard and go to space to prove that the, th- the earth is flat and he yep. died. Yeah, there's a lot of unsung heroes there. Yeah, yeah. Probably his name also might have been Mad Mike. I don't remember. but <laughs> Yeah, I think it was something like that. Yeah, Mad Mike and Madman Markham and yeah. Mad Jim Cramer and everybody else. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, one story. Um, do you have any stories? I like the listener who called in after the guy's missing. Go, oh, by the way, I found the story about the, yeah, it was him. Yeah. It was always there. It would have been great to hear that story before he went, which tailors into our paradoxes that we're going to talk about there. No, I don't have any stories of it actually happening because it, it has never happened. Okay, uh, so I got one that happened. So please, besides what Mad Markham showing up on a beach I'll dead. keep you commenting. I'll, I'll bounce right off yeah. you there, buddy. There yeah. you go. So uh, Mad Madman Mad Mike Markham um, mentioned that he used technology the Navy used in the Philadelphia experiment. Oh, yeah. Have we brought this up in the pocket? We must have. We did. We brought this up. On, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, I think this, this giant crock of horse shit, the Philadelphia experiment. Yeah, yeah. Giant crock. I of, love this story. Giant crock of you should be. Uh, I can't. I mean, I can hear you like going into it once or twice and getting interested in it. But as soon as you look into it between five minutes, you're like, what a piece of shit stupid lie (laughs) it's the most easily disprovable thing on the planet and they they disappeared a warship and then it reappeared and everyone was zombies oh no they're in they're in the ship sideways none of it none of it happened at all but please so what it what it was it was in 1943 they decided to um take a a navy ship and the what supposedly they were doing was they were trying to degauss the ship so, so demagnetize it, it uh what is it a goss like a, like a magnetic like a rail gun like a magnetically yeah. driven cannon so degaussing it would be like to d 
demagnetize it or something? Exactly what it is. So okay, um, so what I said, got the it. Nazis had torpedoes that were mag, you know, magnetic, and and they also obviously had mines that were magnetic. Sure. So if you make a ship repel, essentially repel torpedoes. Sure. Um, yeah. Or just it's like a heat-seeking missile, and you hide your heat signature. Yeah, that's all they're. That's what they said they were doing. So they wrapped the ship in like this super thick gauge of wire and put a ton of voltage through it to create a magnetic field around the ship. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that was the story. And then, um, but they, uh, when they first did the testing, the ship disappeared for a few seconds, then reappeared. Yeah. Weird so, so the right. stories say. Yeah. None of the sailors said that because obviously they're not with us anymore. Yeah, well, because they died at the during the experiment. Generally. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they died when they were sitting on a fully iron ship that they put voltage into right with wires. <laughs> I think they fried them all to death. They go, that's embarrassing. We basically electric chaired an entire uh, naval vessel. That's fucking embarrassing. Let's do the story where it, uh, it teleported for three seconds and it went to the uh, the nether regions where Cthulhu lives and shit like so that. So it, it teleported. What it did is it, it was in Philadelphia and then it teleported on like the second or third attempt. It teleported with the men on it to Norfolk, Virginia. So it went from oh. to Norfolk. And then it, it, it appeared and some of the sailors were just violently ill. Others had their minds mangled by on repair. And other ones were were completely integrated into the ship's hull. So, yeah, like a uh, like when you beam beam me up like from Star Trek, but then the atoms got heads on backwards. Up. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, only they like only the they, they appeared inside of matter, other matter that isn't them because the get all mixed up in the process. Yeah. You got to be lucky to be the guys just puking when your friend is uh, has become one with the steam engine. Yes exactly so there's that one there is i'm not going to go into much detail due to time there's um there's a uh a lot of photos when people go back and go back and look at pictures from the 40s and under of uh, (laughs) hey man you know the photos rufus of the body of uh, a guy um at the beach uh, using his cell phone, oh, he just looks like he's texting. In the he looks of- like he's texting. This is what I want to get into with these pictures. I've seen a couple of these pictures too. They have the photo of the guy in like the 1910s who he's holding something up to his ear and he's turning and he's acting like what we would do today with a cell phone. And then people, like we talk about the podcast all the time, they jump from it looks like that to that's what it is. There's a guy on the beach who's texting. He's texting. Can you see the phone? You see the app? You see? He's texting? No, no, no. But he's doing. He's texting. There's a guy in the streets of Manhattan with a, with a cell phone up to his ear. He's calling somebody on a cell phone. It's like he's not holding something up his ear. Well, yeah, he is, which means it's a cell phone. It's it's jumping to conclusions based on what you want to know. It's a, it's it, it looks like something so, we know now. If you saw it today, you'd say the guy's on a cell phone. It makes sense. The guy could just be holding a hamburger up to his ear, but you'd say it's a cell phone because it makes more sense. In 1910, the guy's holding something up to his ear. It, it makes more sense that it's not a cell phone actually, but we like to say. Look at that. Looks like what we know. Must be that. Can't be anything else. You're right. So, so the interesting thing about the cell phone ones, all the ones where on the all these photos where they look like they're texting are almost exclusively someone rolling a fucking or um, OG cig. Yeah, looking down. Yep, moving their fingers around. Yeah, Yeah, it's like the same hold too because you're using your thumbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hands up and then thumbs forward. Yeah. Yep. And there is another one from the 40s of a guy who's wearing like steampunk looking glasses. He's got a t shirt on that looks like a, you know, everyone else is dressed in fucking suits and 40s clothes. And he's got like this t shirt on 
and these glasses and he Future also guy. has a cell what looks like a cell oh no sorry and then not a cell phone he has like a modern day digital camera nice yeah yeah that i know one, how, how modern digital cameras are <laughs> yeah well exactly but that one was i love that too crazy. like i'm going back to the past i'm taking uh technology from 1999 with me yeah well exactly because we don't that have was, time travel now that one that one was disproved and oh was it yeah do you know what the answer was what's that he was Canadian. Bullshit. <laughs> no, for real. He was, this was in Toronto, and his T-shirt was a like baseball logo. It was clearly a logo of a Toronto baseball team, mm-hmm. and at uh, the time, and that was the logo. And the steampunk glasses were actually a thing back then. They had those like they're round, but they have like a welders type of back sure. then. Welders would wear it's those. Style. Like, he was obviously out. a cool guy. There's no denying that. Oh, it's cool as fuck. And then his camera was actually a camera, believe it or not. Um, And it was something like Fujifilm or some Japanese camera that was here that um, they were able to get the make and model. And it was actually from the 40s. This guy was just cool. He's just cool. (laughs) (laughs) He's just ahead of the game. Yeah, he was just cool. He's Canadian and cool. That's really all the story was behind that one. Well, I love that. I want to meet that guy. Be like, yeah, do you know I, we'll that you're so we'll cool that people don't believe things, you're from the time you lived in? That's how fucking cool you are. Yeah, he's people a don't believe you even live in the time you live in. Yeah, exactly. So, how did the game? Two more, which actually can be tied into one, um, is um, Amelia Earhart disappeared July second, nineteen thirty-seven. Mm. Never found. Spells the Bermuda Triangle style. It does. That's exactly it. She, because this, so again, never found, they did find some bones that there were somewhat recently they're trying to work on on some rando Island. Um, and, but the uh, Bermuda triangle, it's the same thing. So she didn't go missing over there. She went missing on the Pacific, in the Pacific. Yeah. But, um, but that doesn't mean that Bermuda triangle stuff doesn't happen in the old, uh, you know, Marshall Island triangle sure so, yeah yeah we got all kinds of different triangles uh, triangles all over the place the, the pacific ocean from around hawaii south of there and all that shit is like is nuts and very large there are a lot of triangles you can make so um the pacific ocean is fucking huge fucking huge and there's a reason why you're looking at the uh the maps you look at the pacific ocean is the other part you don't see basically <laughs> they yeah. show you the atlantic and then the edges of the each hemisphere yeah. But if you could spin it around like a globe, look at the back of the globe, you can look at the globe and almost not see land if you spin it a certain way because the Pacific Ocean is so fucking huge. Yeah, it's wild. So um, in the Bermuda Triangle, there's one story of a dude who's flying a, like a Beechcraft Bonanza and all of a sudden it's really randomly stormy. And then Look back to the DJBP episode of the Bermuda we Triangle. We talked about this. Yeah, we did. Um, episode and, something. Uh, look back, folks. Yep, and you can reference that, but simply he just flew through some fog, and then it was like electricy in there, and it was electric fog, and he ended up um, landing like six or seven or eight or nine hours after he took off, when it I should have been a thirty-minute flight, but it was still thirty minutes to him. Um, so they think that all these Bermuda Triangle stories have this electric fog that happens, and time gets warped. It's a time traveling vortex. Let's and, do the time warp again. Yeah, exactly. So you can go back in time and maybe a couple hours. It might, it might be all of a sudden that Flight 19 was is now in the Stone Age still. I mean, maybe dead by now, but they just landed their Avenger aircrafts in the uh, dinosaur lands and they're like, what the fuck? 
you know, mm-hmm. who knows? We've all seen Land of the Lost. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, those are those are some real life accounts of time travel, especially Mad Mike Markham. Wild you guys proved that one wrong. <laughs> I'd like to see your better answers than this actually happened. Why wouldn't he be the guy on the beach? Just I, I, lo- I love that shit. I love that shit. Wild, wild accusations and be prove me wrong. I love that. Like, prove yourself right, dickhead. I love that shit. Hey, uh, the whole entire world's actually made out of marshmallows. No, it's not. Well, yeah, we'll prove it isn't. It's like, okay. Yeah. Now I have to do the work just because you're a fucking asshole and now everyone else has to prove you wrong. You're not going to listen to me anyway, so what the fuck am I proving you wrong for? That's the whole idea between this, the flying spaghetti monster or the teacup, the teacup theory, where the, there's a teacup that's orbiting the sun exactly the same rate that the earth is. You just can't see it. Prove it isn't. So it is. So there's a teacup. Yeah. Done. It's over. Probably. There is. No, there is. I told you there is. You can't prove me wrong. So there, there could be another one. earth on the other side of all the shit. So yep. we never see it. Is yep. that the teacup theory? Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Same, same idea. Perfect. It's like, yeah, I get it could be, but many things could be. It's it's on it's on the onus of the person who makes the theory of the accusation to prove themselves right, not have the whole world prove you wrong, you fucking heathen. It's so ridiculous. I hate that shit. Oh, you can't prove me wrong, so therefore I'm right. No, 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 no. Well, so yourself right to Mad Mike Markham. Can you tell me? I can't, but I can tell you that there's no examples of it ever happening. And uh except for that I would like to I would like to research from dental records of people who died at that time see what the fuck happened to Mad Mike Markham. Because the guy he was alive. He owed a lot of people a lot of money, and he found out his experiment didn't work. And he goes, uh, "I'm probably not going to come on coast to coast anymore because I owe people a shit ton of money. <laughs> and I'm not paying them because I didn't make any money." Yeah, all that happened was he ran through his thing, got his balls electrocuted, and went, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went like Uncle Rico. He's like, "God damn it, God damn it." Yeah, that's the story. I mean, yeah, I, maybe he did, but uh, we can't prove it. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Who knows what happened to him? Yeah, or, or he's in. He's in. Uh, you know, the year 750 AD, just polygamy. Yeah, he's polygamist. stuck. He's, he's stuck there. Poly- he can he's never just return. Now a polygamist with uh, 25 virgins, wives, and um, a big <laughs> turkey leg. Maybe, yeah. I mean, that, that's obviously what he hoped for. But I, I suspect that he's probably in uh, Ecuador uh, buying bananas for uh, cents on the dollar, all the money he took. Nope. He's in an unmarked grave in California. Nice guess, though. <laughs> He died as John Doe, and he lived as Mad Mike. John Doe with these uh, mysterious plastic giant phone <laughs> in a tube, or a or a hot dog. Yep, it's it's, it's all tubes. It'll be at least twice as large. Yeah, <laughs> if you take the universe and you put it into a a, a tube, tube, it would be at least twice as large. <laughs> So you take a fast speed of light ride and it'd be really, 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 really fun. Really, 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 really fun. That's the we're talking about speed of light travel. Ride on a light beam. Relativity. Alright, folks, let's take our our commercial break here, and then we'll get into the ramifications of time travel and time travel paradoxes. And maybe we'll talk about a couple of things on the Rico styles. What do you think, though? Yeah, I'm thinking that. Sounds good.
All right, we're back. Um, we're back. Take it away, Joe. Thank you to Stephen Hawking and DJ BP. Thank you. We appreciate the intro. We're back in the Dylan Joe Basin podcast in our next segment here. I thought we would talk about the paradoxes of time travel, and that's the theories that come up in all kinds of pop culture shit, scientific explanation, all kinds of weird-ass stuff. Mm. And it's why hasn't it happened yet? How could it happen? Weird stuff like that. More on theories. Starting off with the butterfly effect. Wow. What a time. The idea of the butterfly effect, as far as I know it is, you know, a Tyrannosaurus Rex step, stepping on a butterfly and, you know, 600, I mean, 60 million years ago, translates to, you know, you no longer have a catalytic converter in your car. Like the smallest effect that happens in the past could ripple in time and change the future. So if you did go back to the past and you change anything, even slightly, exponentially over time, those ripples affect the reality that it is now. So if you went to the past, you could never just fix one thing. You Everything you did would affect the future greater and greater the long time that you uh, you do it. I always think the butterfly effect has something to do with the uh, symmetry, but it really has to do with just stepping on one. It could be called the fly swatter effect or the uh, sneeze effect. It's just that the longer period of time after you do something, the effects ripple out throughout history. So if you did time travel to the past, could you even come back to the world that you were from beforehand or would you just change it inextricably from what you first came to? So a really good example of this is actually the Titanic, real life example. All right. Is um, uh, Jack Dawson, uh, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, the movie by james cameron is actually a time traveler story did really you know yeah not only did i not know that i didn't even know that the character's last name was dawson until right now it's jack dawson yeah so um there is no previous record of jack dawson on the ship in the movie they say <clears throat> and he's very uh you know he offers the first thing he does so again he doesn't really exist in the movie because there's no record of him and then he offers to take rose on a roller coaster at the santa monica pier which wasn't built till 1916 and the titanic sank in 1914 can you fucking believe this uh? yep can you believe that and then um his rucksack in the movie is from 1939. What and, the fuck? And he, it gets better in the movie. So that's two things. He claims to have lived his childhood next to a man-made lake in Wisconsin that wouldn't be built for another three years. Oh my God. So Bullshit. did Jack just being around doom the Titanic by saving Rose from jumping off the bow? Her interactions with Captain Smith and Ismay may have caused an increase in the staff's ego, causing them to drive the boat harder, causing the collision. So when he traveled back to the past in order to experience the Titanic, he actually inadvertently caused the sinking of the Titanic. Because he saved Rose from killing herself. And then yeah. she talked to the captains and got their egos all hard up. And then they drove the boats like, you know, like they're going for a cruise, 
going too fast, trying to be cool. Full steam ahead. Crashed the Titanic because of a time traveler. Hey, we might say it's otherwise. That actually ties in more to what I was thinking of the time travel paradox. Because ostensibly, Jack went back to the past to be on the Titanic so that he could experience what the Titanic was like before it sank. The Titanic wouldn't have been a famous ship if it didn't sink. Okay, you're you're right. Yeah, you're totally right. Because I was thinking like maybe, you know, Jack, you know, pissed off the bow, which changed the water temperature for a second, killed a fish. You know, that's the butterfly effect, you know, like, yeah. And then, you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah, okay. So now you're going to, which, you know, if you time travel, you're going to get the butterfly effect no matter what you do. You step on it. Sure. Yeah. Anything you do is going to affect it differently because when it happened initially, it didn't happen that way. So the very fact that you're there, even breathing the air, is changing the way the world is. Yep. Which yes, is why yeah. the butterfly effect is named that way. It's just a small thing. Just a little butterfly being crushed could change everything, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the more interesting one is the time traveler paradox, which is the idea that can you even travel to the past because wouldn't it not be the past anymore? Or are we understanding the past as it was because it already happened that way? For example, this is a classic example. If you went to the past and you killed your grandfather, what would happen? How could you have killed your own grandfather? Because if your grandfather was killed in the past, you wouldn't be born. So how could you have gone back to the past to kill your grandfather unless you were in fact born and then had the ability to go back to the past? So either that person wasn't your grandfather or now the time that you're going back to exists without your grandfather, then how would you exist? doesn't make any sense that's the paradox of time travel if you could go back and change things in the past then the future couldn't have happened or is there some version that the universe balances itself out so you went to the past tried to kill your grandfather came back and you're still alive meaning that that person couldn't have been your grandfather you just thought they were because the very fact that you went back to the past means that you must not have done it i like that one because it means that you went back to the past to kill your grandfather and then you didn't die, which means that he he's, not, he's not the father yeah. of your mother or father. Mm-hmm. And and there's a bigger problem now that you need to tell them when you get back to the future. <laughs> yes. That yes. mom was cheating on dad or gran- grandma was cheating on grandpa. And I just went back and killed a guy who is yeah. not that guy. And a whole other bag of worms there. And I've got a real secret cell. Family but that's, secret that's the interesting thing where it splits off. Either there is the theory that like, there's multiple timelines and every decision you make is splitting off into multiple timelines and universes, which may be the case. Maybe you could go back and kill your grandfather and still exist because on this timeline you do exist and you travel back to the past and on his timeline, it doesn't. But I think it's because we don't know about any multiple timelines that it's more likely that the very fact that you could do that means that it didn't happen that way. It's kind of the thing of like, you go back to try to stop Hitler and you end up causing the Holocaust and shit like that. Where like the very fact that you try to stop it means that you were the inciting incident of it happening. It must happen because of the fact that you know what happened. You can't have stopped it because the fact that you know what happened means it happened. And if you didn't know what happened, you wouldn't know to go back to stop it. And it would have already been stopped by you because if time travel is possible, there's never been a moment where you can pause it and go, hey, this is the part where I go back and change it. We exist in time at all times. You can't just pause it. So the very well, fact that it didn't happen means that it couldn't happen. And that's what brings up to me the, the fact that time travel to the past might be impossible. 
please go ahead. I'm talking too much. No, you're not at all. No, you're making, you're making, you're making no sense, but you're making sense, which means you're making <laughs> Yeah, sense. I'm talking a lot. So, no, no, that means that you're on the right topic. So <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's simplified by what is and always was, is. So you can't change what is. Because it always You can only change what will be. Right. In that, in that what is now, in, in what people think is now, but the present is already the past because it's already been, you know? So um, when you, what I, what I get confused about is like, we might not be interacting with time travelers at the moment because the time machine isn't invented yet. There literally might be a time machine invented next year. No, but, but, that, but this, this is, I, you bring up the exact point I'm going to bring up is that that doesn't matter at all. If there was right, ever exactly. a time yeah. machine, then there was always a time machine. Right. Yeah, exactly. So if we don't see a time traveler come back, that means there's no time machine. Because if anyone ever in the future came back to this day right now, it would happen today. Ever. Because that's the day. So if it, if it happens five years from now and someone travels back, if it happens a thousand years from now and someone travels back, if it happens 10 trillion years from now and someone travels back, it still happens today. And the very fact that there's no time travelers among us that we know about or no time machines that are arriving here to talk to us about the future means that either there is a, some kind of separate timeline or that it can't exist because if it was ever going to happen, it happens now. It's not like in a movie where you can decide to go back, you know, when you didn't do it before. It always would have happened. If someone came back in 2022 if it's invented in five years or 500 years, it still happens the same day. So it wouldn't make any sense that time machines exist in the future and they are waiting to come back now. There's no waiting. If they ever did it, it already happened now. So it didn't happen, which means either they decide not to do it or they can't do it. Because there's no version of yesterday happening again and they show up. It's either they show up or they don't. You understand what I'm saying? I do. Because it only is today, today. So that if someone decided to go back to yesterday or they decided to go back to the ancient past of 2022 in May, it happens to us the same in an instant. It always happened. So that's the paradox for me, which is why I don't think that time travel can go to the past because they would have already done it. We would be seeing time travelers all the time. They'd be always be here. I got a real life example of this. Let's hear it. It's from our friend. On June 28, 2009, I gave a party for time travelers, but I didn't send out the invitations until after the party. I sat there a long time, but no one came. That is fucking... I totally forgot that he did that. Stephen Hawking actually did hold a party for time travelers, and he didn't send the invitation until after it happened. On June 28, 2009, he had a party for time travelers. He had the party and then sent the invitations after the party and no one showed up, which he claims to be due to the laws of causality, which is just, I guess, due to the laws of cause and effect. Yeah, yeah, it's like entropy. Like things can keep, it causes and effects happen, but you can't unring that bell kind of deal. And that, I mean, that, that's why the only explanation for me is that it, it would start multiple timelines based on your actions because 
maybe there is a timeline where you go back to the past and then that new timeline you've created is the timeline where you time traveled back and now the world's whole different but our world is the world where that never happened yeah there's otherwise realities, parallel realities at the same exact time which is yes. quantum physics and that's the only way that it works because if it doesn't then everyone's there Stephen Hawking's party being like no 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 you're wrong we can go back to the past and here we are but he's also a wicked like party pooper because one no offense but you know i don't know it probably wasn't like a crazy party and then two he who says that they would want to if you're a time traveler who says that maybe you just get one shot no one would go to that party they'd pick something else and then right two, but you understand that it doesn't matter if, if anyone in the history of anything ever wanted to go there then it happened it's not just if people heard the invitation they were like it's us 20 time travelers we're not going to go to that we're going to go to the, the dinosaur times doesn't matter it's if anyone ever went there in the internal infinity of humans having time machines ever not just that time they decided "Ah, i'm not going that party party's lame but maybe no one wanted to still ever in the in the infinite future infinite future no one ever wanted to go to that party that's how much they didn't want to go to that party (laughs) that's that's possible it is (laughs) it's that lame of a party but it just seems odd to me that you wouldn't want to uh anyone in the infinite future of forever wouldn't want to go at least one person to be like hey by the way what an interesting idea like wouldn't you want to go back and see isaac newton's apple drop on his head and be like hey i'm a scientist i literally invented time travel why would i not want to go to Stephen hawking's party and be like hey buddy there you go that's what i'm talking about there because he's not talking about you know jorge's birthday party on his quinceanera or whatever it's we're talking about the guy who was claiming this is impossible what a better proof than to go back there because you're just proving someone's ego right or wrong you could go back and see and just it's not his e- i mean it's not the ego i mean i guess it, it is no, an ego to just, some degree but rushing his ego saying like okay cool you're right here i am i'm, I'm right no, no he, it would have proved him wrong you could also it would have proved him wrong oh. you understand because he well, said he did that being like this is total i'm proving you that the time travel can't exist because if that if it did happen they'd be at this party so they could prove him wrong by being like, hey, you're fucking wrong, asshole. I saw your invitation tomorrow and I'm here. So you he also you, didn't say wrong. that someone didn't come back, immediately pull a gun on him and say, I'm here, but I'll blow your fucking head off if you say a word and I can do it anytime, anywhere, any all time. I'll know there's no, there's an infinite <laughs> amount of people of me saying that I will kill you if you tell us. I'm in the future, so I'll but know if you ever now said you it. You know, and you know. It'd be I'll like, joke's you. on you, jackass. I can't talk. Yeah, but don't be yeah exactly but don't be talking you know i can't like a sopranos move like we know you know now so nah. we're gonna know when you know that you told someone and nah, i i just don't, i don't believe that shit and then because... we'll go back and make sure you never existed so you won't even know but then you won't exist there now but right no, that's, that, that, that's the paradox i don't believe that you could strong arm someone and not say anything because it's not just telling one person not to say anything it's telling infinite realities of people to never ever say anything it's, it's, it doesn't work like how we think it you're like oh yeah they threaten everybody whoever did it to not tell anybody it's like it doesn't matter because if any existence in the future would have ever slipped up one time it's immediate because it's time you'd be right back here again yeah i don't think it's possible i don't think it's possible to travel to the past unless it creates in, infinite timelines and then you'd never be able to figure it out anyways but if there was ever time travel in the past, it would have happened already every day. It would have been every single day, all the time. It'd be overwhelming. 
it'd be a th- millions and trillions of time travelers going back all the time and it'd be it'd be over oh, two people but the reality the reality does seriously just look like rick and morty i mean they just get in their fucking shit and go travel time but yeah. it's not it's well not they like, they go through the multiverse which is that branching time theory right but it's not like aggressively overwhelming and then all of a sudden there's just people on people it's like yeah well because they in rick and morty they never go to the past they go to an alternate universe where they haven't been i was getting confused because they go back to alternate universes where they never time travel rick and morty yeah yeah Yeah. all right that that would make sense with the time travel paradox but if there is only one reality time travel to the past can't exist because we we would know about it even if we didn't want to it would all yeah every single instance that could ever be would have already happened because it would already be like a giant uh string of everything to us, it's hard to understand because, like, we just live in now. But it's it's the same. Tomorrow is the same as yesterday. If you can time travel, it happened already. It already happened. That's it. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. Where to next? Uh, I think we should get into. Say. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I think we should get or into when, the uh, when to next. Getting that when to next. I think we should get into the the pop culture versions of it because that'll oh, yeah, it's fun. That'll maybe we will parse that out more because the time travel and reality. We it's I don't even know what to say about it. It's just so insane. But in movies and TV shows and shit, they have rules that work in the time travel that they made up, so you can follow those rules, and then it makes more sense based on their world. Let's do it. So uh, we obviously covered Uncle Rico in the Modulus uh, as a oh, yeah. time traveler. He is on the list. Um, I'd say next is going to be our boys, uh, Marty McFly and the crew. What do you think? Gotta be. Gotta be. Back to the future. Back With, uh, to Marty the- McFly and Doc Brown. If you can travel at 88 miles an hour and have uh, enough gigawatts uh, to let the flux capacitor fire up in that DeLorean, that should have won best car of all time. Yeah, uh, I saw one. Yes, I saw one like this weekend. By the way, I was very proud of you. No shit, was Marty on there? Uh, I don't know, but I've seen like three in my actual life, and this one was silver. And then the one I saw a couple years ago was red. Someone painted it red. And it was fucking wicked cool. That's cool. Um, I've never seen one that's not silver, but I mean, there's no stopping you from painting it up, right? No, yeah, because they're stainless steel, so you don't need to paint it. But like, um, it doesn't rust. But red looked really good on it. I bet so, it was. was really anyway, cool. so yeah, you said that, yes, they need a gigawatt, which is like a billion uh, watts. Yeah, it actually would be gigawatts, but you know how actors and script writers don't right. know science, so they called it a gigawatt, but it would be a gigawatt, like a gigabyte. Yeah, yep. So what is it? Is it, a, th- is it a, a thousand watts or it's a million watts? I think it's a million. So the power required to pronounce in the film 1.21 gigawatts. Um, what? is referring to 1 billion watts and just for reference your uh your watts because like your your wall is 120 volts and i think three something amps but watts is what is a watt i don't know like voltage is is the speed amperage is the oomph behind the speed it's like horsepower is voltage torque is amps and then watts is what you light bulbs get is, it, is the frequency because isn't it, isn't it um power frequency and one other thing i don't know well the frequency has something to do with the the current like the current is, yeah 
is like because I know it, amps, watts, and volts are the three measurements of electricity, right? Yeah, and watts. The only thing you see a watt on is a light bulb. Right, but it definitely it, it's not like a different measurement. It's not like inches versus centimeters. It's like no. another way to measure it. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't have anything to do with with voltage or amps. A watt would be wattage. Wattage. I don't know. I'm not sure. But anyways, above um, our yeah, pay so grade. Go on, go on. Yeah, we're getting into either way. So yeah, and back to the future. Yeah, Doc Brand comes over this device so you can travel to any time. You just turn the dial and then you go fast enough it zap boom there you are and in the original film they go to the past and they actually solve the time travel paradox by chain it actually changes the future so when they come back to the future as the movie says it has changed so it's not that it's not the the grandfather paradox of if you ever existed then you wouldn't there's actually a part where uh where Marty's uh, mom, right, is, or no, his grandma is falling in love with him or whatever. No, his mom is. And then he starts to fade away in a photograph because it's about to have him not be born anymore if she doesn't fall in love with George McFly and falls in love with him instead. So they, they have it as it's just one timeline and you're it's always fluid. You can change it at any given time. So there's parts of the back of the future where Marty is in danger of not existing anymore by the very fact that he's there. So it's like, it's always constantly changing. It hasn't happened. And back to the future, the timeline can change at any time, depending on what you do. And you, you, you still know it, but you can still disappear. You can literally fade out of existence if you decide to mack on your own mom, uh, besides letting your uh, lame nerd dad get into it and uh, punch out Biff Tannen. Yeah. And to add a little bit of value to this is that this Please. movie, they put so much effort into not just the storyline but just making this all make sense i mean so the the Good script writing the delorean no down to like technical details the delorean time machine you know has equipment flux capacitor yep time circuits which is the stuff on the dashboard and the red the green, and they need plutonium as a power source you need plutonium to power the flux capacitor um then you have mr fusion which is a home energy reactor and then you have uh they have a vents attached to design the bag things in the back are just they're not jets they're vents designed to cool the nuclear reactor of that the flux capacitor yeah to generate the 1.2 gigawatts of electricity right um the plutonium chamber the rotogen meter which we know from the, the show uh Rotkins. Rotkins, uh from um uh chernobyl um the wormhole emitter, time circuit lever, uh, so need a wormhole circuits, for that one too. Boiler temperature gauge, remote control, the fucking barcode license plate. Like they're just they did so much into this to make this all be like that. Kind of looks like that's probably honest to god what a time machine would be made of. Except not doesn't need rubber rubber tires because why the fuck would you need rubber tires to do that? Well, just like Einstein said, if you were able to put a wormhole on top of a uh spaceship you'd have you'd have to get it fast enough you'd have to go fast enough in space and time to even be able to use the wormhole but you could if you had a stable and you could attach it to something so they had to drive 88 miles an hour to be able to go through the thing so that's why you have tires yeah um just to quickly dive back to uh what's it called uh star trek which also has a time travel element to it in star trek the warp drive works different than in star wars in star wars they have a hyperdrive, which 
makes the ship go as fast as the speed of light between points, like bam, bam, bam. So in Star Wars, the ship is going super fast. It's propelling the ship through space. In Star Trek, it's propelling space past the ship. So a warp drive in Star Trek is actually bringing space towards you. So wow, you're not moving. I didn't know that. That's so cool. Yeah. So that that what scientists or a theoretical physicists say that would be more accurate to what you could do to to create a warp drive is to say bringing the space towards you and you're stable rather than you propelling yourself through space because that way it would take less time if you could drag space time towards yourself. You're in one position. You'd it would be the same as traveling, but you wouldn't have to expend the energy and the time to get there. You're dragging space time at you rather than heading through it. Interesting. Which they're both impossible right now, but theoretically they could be. I don't know. Yeah. Back to Futures is the gold standard though for uh, time travel. You just gotta you gotta bring it up. That is a fact. And coming in in second place, I gotta say another amazing film that has time travel is gotta be Terminator. The Terminator series. Yeah, it wasn't on my list, but great, great mention. Heavily time travel. This one is a lot, a lot more fast and loose. They're much more into the uh, robotic uprising and shit part of sci-fi than the time travel. But the entire thing is based on a war that happens in the future. It's already a foregone conclusion. They're all going to die. And in that kind of time travel, you could go back to change the future. And so they send back a robot to kill the person who's going to lead the revolution against the robots to save them and that robot is its idea is to just to, to kill the guy so they don't actually explain how time travel works in that one besides it's really cool lightning effect where they just go pull the lever boom you're back there but they get into a lot of the whole butterfly effecty kind of deal like if you could change this what would happen in the future um to actually change the timeline because if there's an unwinnable war what it's the classic uh what if you could go back and kill hitler when he's a baby what would that do for world war ii yeah exactly and on that note i'll be back my movie we already covered obviously um the point dynamite and the time machine arguably the number one one um <laughs> <laughs> 2002 the time machine should have been number one instead of uh, back to the future mm-hmm. um but um is a movie called The Final Countdown and is one of my favorite fucking movies ever, 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 ever. And I think it's before that song came out. Um, and it's like 1981, I think, is when The Final, Down, Final Countdown came out. Yeah. And it's about the USS Nimitz as a carrier. And um, it's just all is good. And then like, it just, the sky's getting real dark and crazy and full of electricity. And then all of a sudden they just go through this crazy storm. People are just getting nauseous and whatever. And then all of a sudden it's just like a bright sunny day in the Pacific ocean. And the movie take place takes place in uh, December 6th, 1941. So um, a day that lives in infamy. Oh, it's the day before the day that lives in infamy. So, ah, yes. Um, so they're out of there and they're like, all right, well, they sent out, they sent out a two F 14 Tomcats live great footage real footage of these jets going out to look what's going on mm-hmm. and um and having oh, that sorry. kind of jet fighter technology at the time well so this is what happened so is that they were in the 80s and then and then the movie goes back to december 6th 
and they send out two F-14s and they're around Hawaii anyways, and they fly around and they're like reporting back to like, uh, the Pacific fleet from World War II is there. We're kind of confused. <laughs> the Arizona is looking pretty yeah. good right about now. The Arizona's there, the whatever. So they're sending back and they're like, what are you talking about? Like, what the fuck? And then they're flying, then they come across two scout Mitsubishi Zeros, the planes mm-hmm. that dropped all the torpedoes on all the that time. And they're there and they're like, what do we do? Like, they're starting to pick together, like, this is actually happening. And they're scouts and they see them there. And they're two F 14s and they're like, shoot them down and then you have two f-14s swoop down like in this awesome pattern right uh. behind the zeros and then the the japanese guys are like what in the fuck because you've got the most at 1981 the most advanced airplane of the day that's gonna be like aliens getting you yeah with two you know so then they they shoot them fucking down and then they land back at the the carrier and then it's just same thing turns into a butterfly effect movie where it, it all it's all it, the timeline of pearl harbor is perfect to this because they don't they they can make a difference but they decide not to yeah because, you know but there is one th- one weird st- one th- one weird incidents before pearl harbor happened of like a governor or um statesman of some sort dies in a kind of a weird boating accident um hmm. before pearl harbor happens and they showed that and it was the uss nimitz time travelers fault that's what they said they're like we don't really know what happened and they're like it shows like you know them doing something like shooting down a zero and they fucked up something so that's what happened but there's an actual true story they tied to this that's unexplained saying this is what happened it's a great fucking movie i never heard that one i go check that one out worth your time like it's a it's an excellent movie it's and you're right the final countdown the song came out six years later so they Mm -hmm. definitely aped it yeah it's a it's a great movie it really is a good movie so anyway so that's my movie the next one I have, I brought up earlier, which is that uh, the idea of super gravity being able to slow down time and essentially make you time travel. And that's the movie by Christopher Nolan called Interstellar. Yes. And that one is hailed as of right now by the science community as the most accurate description of time travel in any movie ever made because of the fact that if you could survive that, you could pull that off and get that close to a black hole, the amount of gravity acting on you and slowing the time that you're experiencing would actually change your effect. So they, in that movie, tried to orbit a black hole in order to uh, save fuel and make their mission, you know, survivable to get back. But by the time they get back, this man on the mission, his daughter, yeah, his daughter is now an adult woman uh, because of the fact that he's been gone for so long for them for him it's only been you know over a couple of years but on earth it's been 50 years and this his daughter is now an old lady because of the fact that time dilation happens when that gravity is affecting you you're time traveling through that so that's not a great way to time travel it actually sucks and it's very tragic but it is a way to travel to the future uh essentially on earth without actually being on earth it was crazy it was tragic and he's watching his daughter because he's in this like fifth or sixth dimension yeah that part is fantasy but the actual but they said that that, theoretically that's how it would look like that's he's kind of like seeing different moments that he's got an insight into in this like fifth dimension tube Mm -hmm. that he's going no he's banging against the thing trying to hit the wall but he's he's in a she's in the this dimension and then there's all this knocking on the wall because she can hear him in another dimension hitting mm-hmm. what he's in but it's the wall of her bedroom like and 
it's from a the wild, first act. Wild movie. Very great movie. Amazing soundtrack. Great cast. Yep. It's just a great one. But yeah, Interstellar, great time travel movie, which isn't really a movie about time travel, but it has time travel in it as a major part of the movie. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Tenet is another uh, movie that he made with about time travel, a little bit different take on it, but also a very cool one. Very cool. Yep. Very cool. Um, yeah, that's all, my, that's all I got for my list of time travel movies. Oh, yeah. You didn't think of uh, uh, another one that's not as accurate but you got to bring it up bill and ted's excellent adventure when they haven't uh, seen it oh and they uh, they they meet socrates they're socrates as they call them they they go that they, they go through time you know <laughs> they're nice. just chilling this is excellent they go through all the time i had to bring it up i mean we landed a loss i already mentioned but they go land of the lost yeah boat tunnel thing and then they end up back in fucking the land of literally the land of lost which is almost not even time travel because there's dinosaurs aliens yeah it's like interdimensional yeah. Uh, like all sorts of weird shit like it's like where everyone goes when they fuck up time travel <laughs> right yeah or yeah, austin powers has time travel as well and they can go back to the uh the groovy times in the 60s to try to stop yeah, dr yeah. evil before he gets his plans baby yeah 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 that's the spiral uh avengers endgame has time travel they they fuck up so bad that they have to shoehorn time travel into the marvel movie to make it more sense that they could stop the guy who already killed them so they have to go back to try to make it never happen. That's another one of those diverging pathways thing where it did still happen, but in this reality, it didn't. Like kind of whatever decision you make, it splits it up. Mm. And uh, my uh, my last one, or no, second to last one has to be Slaughterhouse-Five. You remember reading that book in high school? I didn't, definitely didn't read it. Yeah. I, remember, I, didn't, I didn't read it either. Every book I've ever read, but I definitely, it was on like the summer reading list. Yeah, it's one and, of those uh, books you had to read, but we didn't actually have to read it. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't ever read anything. except. For- I, I remember failing a pop quiz where Q was like, he asked, because there's aliens in that book. And uh, he's like, what do they look like? And I just made up a thing. And he's like, no. Because you immediately <laughs> know, like, you can immediately tell if you read it or not. You're like, oh, the aliens look like this. He's like, you thought you were going to guess that right? No, I don't know. Yeah, you can't bullshit that guy. You could bullshit Mrs. Ham, but not him. Not yeah, no, no, like I remember when we came back and I, I one of the first things I did, I'm like, I, I read her like a fucking book in two seconds, and I knew yeah. that I didn't read this book. But if I, if she asked, like, okay, keep us, if she asked something about the book, be the first person to raise your hand and bullshit it. Just say whatever no you would think. do that yeah. if they didn't read the book. Right, exactly. But you could do that to Q, and he'd be like, "I get what you're doing here. You're trying to be the first one that's it. like he, yeah, he's exactly. already on to you." He'd be like, he'd have a complete read on you. He'd be like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, sure." Yeah, exactly. So funny. So the aliens in that book, well, that had an interesting concept. They experience time as a circle. So they don't think about the past and the future existing outside of them. They they know all of time as a circle. So they kind of describe humans as being handicapped. They're like, oh, you poor souls, you're you're experiencing the world on a conveyor belt with binoculars on. You can only head in one direction and you can only see a small fraction of it. We can see the whole thing. We can see the beginning, the end, and the whole thing. It's one circle. We're, we, any part of it is the same as any other part. The beginning is the end. The end is the beginning. It's all one thing, which if people can experience time that way or beings, that, that, that seems like an interesting idea to me. I mean, yeah, that, that would make more sense to time travel too, where you can travel at any given point in a right. circle, but you yeah. can't change it. You just are, are experiencing different moments of it. Yeah, it's like an of yeah, it's like it's like your entertainment basically. 
Yeah, like you already know what's going to happen and what has happened. But to you, it's not what has happened. It's what is. The future is. Now is. And the past is. It's always just, it's always happening to you at, at once. And my dark horse, no one ever thinks about this as a time travel movie, Planet of the Apes. It's yeah. a time travel movie. It's billed as a space sci-fi where an astronaut gets stuck in a storm in outer space and ends up on a planet ruled by apes where the apes are in charge and the humans aren't only to find out it's not a future planet. It is a future planet. <laughs> it's not a foreign planet. It's the planet Earth in the future where the apes have risen to take over. Planet of the Apes. Great time travel movie. Wow. Only, again, in the future, not to the past. Accurate. That's all I got for time travel. Obviously, there's a million other ones, but those are, those are the main ones I wanted to hit. Yeah. Yeah, good list. Just saw it between the two of us. Solid list. Solid. Rock solid. Are we doing some thoughts on this? Are we at final thoughts? Where are we at? Yeah, I think um, I think before final thoughts, if you don't mind, we should uh, we should answer one. If you could go to the, one place in the past and to the future, where do you want to go? We have a DeLorean. You get two. 2.2 gigawatts so you get two jumps and then you can go back if you want but you get to go to one point in the past and one point in the future and decide what you would like to do for that you, you can go back afterwards right but you can't do multiple takes you can't go to the year 1950 and then the year 1930 you can either go to one of them and then you can go one to the future before you return what would you pick to where you would go in the past and where you would go in the future if you could pick your own time travel experience. You got the crystals, you got the pogo stick tightly wrapped around your balls, mm -hmm. and you got the uh, the voltage going through, and Uncle Rico is ready to turn the uh, switch. Where are you going? How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? Wow. Besides seeing loved ones, because I feel like that's kind of like a unfair question i mean yeah i think I we should put it beyond did, uh it's, it's weird yeah, you know? sorry sorry yeah so um, you, you'd have to go i think you'd have to go outside of um, going outside of that box outside of that box because obviously that that's a great choice that's easy yeah but besides that besides that you know there's just so many options <laughs> there really is nearly infinite if you ask me yeah i mean the thing is like I haven't thought about this. Uh, I haven't so you know, I'm throwing you into it, the lion's den, but so am I. I haven't thought about it either. Yeah, you know, like if say you go back, you know, 40,000 years to really figure out the start of humans, you know, yeah. what's the food like? You know, what's the sleeping situation? You know, Absolute the shit. Socialization situation. Yeah. Um, you might, it's going to probably be pretty boring pretty quickly. Besides I mean, I whole... find it. I find that if I couldn't go anytime where I couldn't communicate with people, I'm not going. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. it'd be cool to see dinosaurs, but not as cool as talking to people about what the fuck's going on. Like, I wouldn't want to exist in any time where people didn't exist. Like, it's just I'll just go hiking. Like, I, I don't need to like. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's not worth seeing it for me. I'm not a paleontologist. I don't need to see a Tyrannosaurus Rex alive. I'd rather see people at a different time. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to go back to. Uh... 65 million years ago with the fucking shit scared out of me with nowhere yeah. to hide that'll be cool or you go back <laughs> 3 billion years and you can see earth before there's any water and be like whoa <laughs> yeah wow 
that's fucked up it's a yeah, giant rock shit. full of fire this is great <clears throat> yeah, oh watch so, out <clears throat> here come the meteors so you gotta i mean i just think any anything in the past century or two centuries is too similar to current day okay to want to i want something fucking wild you know right. like <clears throat> something way different and i think yeah it's not speaking the language is going to be a barrier because when was english invented well that's one of your famous inventing phrases which it isn't there's no languages aren't invented they they accumulate over time and they kind of pop up and yeah, they assimilate well, english has been around well it's, it's based off of uh, latin and whatever tribes lived around northern europe at the time I don't know. Let's say, yeah, let's say three thousand years, two thousand years ago, when the first Breton All right, tribe. So I could up. go to Rome and theoretically someone could fucking understand me. Nope, they'd be speaking Latin at that. Damn it! But you took Latin, didn't you? Yeah, but I, I'd get around. Um, I think. Oh, you'd I, get around. You'd be the tallest guy there. Dude, I definitely would get around. Are you kidding me? That's the whole point of going back to Rome and Greece during you know two thousand. Why years else ago would you go back if you couldn't get around? As the Beach Boys party would say, full of wine and sex sounds fucking great. Back in like in the the, the, the days when it was there's was no fucking no phones back then. You know, it's nah, like real no real organic parties. You know, full of stone. <laughs> yeah, no <wine>. preservatives. <laughs> stone and organic wine, bread and just yeah, that'd be fucking fun, dude like and then you then then you get to spend some time there so mingle with the ladies talk to some dudes talk to dudes of original thought talk to painters you know like artists real warriors go be one go fucking fight with swords like it's i wouldn't like, be one are you fucking kidding me leave me out of that yeah it's I wouldn't terrifying and yeah. why don't you go get a knife fight in an alley this week it'll be more comfortable than going to war with iron swords jesus yeah, christ no, I get, I, the training would be interesting though but like Sure. Um, but uh, just some real, real right to the roots shit going right back to Rome. Because again, cities, Rome, so social, that's a great answer. Social, super social. Everyone's social as fuck. People are up to no good in a good way. Um, they have alcohol. They've got drugs, that, as far as we know, based off of what the new theories are. Um, the ladies are fine as hell. The uh, the dudes are fine as hell in like, the fun way. Like They're cool, you know? Oh, they great, fucking really. suck like everyone's shitty and cool it's similar to now but it's so different mm -hmm. so that would be pretty cool besides just going to check out the 60s and 70s or maybe 40s 30s 20s you know whatever but yeah but uh but i feel like you know there's just going right back to the original barely any technology but a ton of technology for then right i feel like it's more similar than with their their thoughts and ideas now than it was even through like half the fucking renaissance because they're just depressing you know they weren't depressed in rome until shit hit the fan you know <laughs> yeah well the people who had money weren't for sure they were loving oh, i'd it. hang out with them yeah no i'm going to them <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't think i made that clear i'm not going to go be poor in rome no in no no one 2000 uh you know well sorry in like 108 yeah the year 100 or whatever. yeah i'm going to fucking party so going where the wine fucking jug yeah that goes without saying if you go into the past you want to be rich too i mean 
Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going because for most of the entire human existence, shit in something that's sort of like a toilet, and I'm all set. <laughs> yeah, you can shit one of those uh, medieval uh, towers where it falls down a thousand. Yeah, feet those are cool. Yeah, those and Rome shit. is more of a big giant pit you shit in, which is how people lived for most of the time, which is fucking weird. But well, yeah. Well, also Rome had one of the earliest uh, irrigation and plumbing systems. That's one of the funny things of the Dark Ages, which hasn't happened since the Renaissance, is that there was entire cultures that went backwards in technology. Love they that. had better plumbing in Rome than they did in London 400 years Today. later. Yeah. <laughs> <Today>. <laughs> or or Actually, dude, honestly, lot, yeah. dude, in Greece, when I was in Greece, I, you, that's, you, they don't, most of the plumbing in Athens, mm-hmm. public city, like restaurants and stuff like that, you can't, wipe your ass toilet paper. You're, sorry you toilet paper goes in the, goes trash. In the trash yeah because they, they can't they can't Dude, i'm at a restaurant them. with a ton of people and people are wiping their ass and putting it in trash cans i mean i mean you can imagine the the, the i mean i've i've had some gnarly wipes where i'm like that's basically all shit and you don't put that in a trash can <laughs> you must sure shit do. the trash can at that point dude i took a shit at the parthenon and <laughs> oh yeah and dude and there's how many people there? I mean, uh, a lot, dude. Yeah. Tra- dude, tra- fucking trash can. Oh my god. Yeah. So gross, dude. I, I guess yeah. No, it, it's plumbing is the uh, the modern miracle we all forget, which is that when you shit, it goes away, which wasn't yeah. part of human history until about two hundred years ago. <laughs> Ever since then, is like you just shit, it's still here. Yeah. It only goes as far as you can throw it. Yeah, it's funny. That's just Brutality. really ridiculous. So yeah, let's just let's just say yeah, 200 AD Rome. That's probably a shitty year. Probably like Nero was the president or something, and he's gonna kill me. But um, I don't know. Yeah. I think he'd be down with you and your crazy lifestyle. Like I think that he is mostly down with being a wackadoo. And if you're like, hey, I'm from the future and I like to get down and party, he'd be like, hell yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about. All these people are trying to get me to like run a, an empire. They're fucking lame. Like I'm down with you, future guy. Yeah, and he, he's, he's so crazy he wouldn't even question that you're from the future you know and other yeah, times i'd have to go in guns blazing on no no uh no 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 reserved uh personality that i typically have at parties where i just kind of chill out i gotta go fucking nuts start, go burning, start burning human candles and shit and just like let him know <laughs> like he did you know you can't you can't you see that guy that guy could kill you he'd be like i just feel like killing you so he's just gonna fucking burn you you know like you gotta you gotta yep he's a hard one to work with because he doesn't want you to be a brown noser probably because he'll kill you but he also doesn't want you to be an equal it's definitely going to be better than him so it's a real weird one to go with yeah it's, it's a, that's a tightrope walk which actually gives me a great answer for probably the worst time to go back to the past which is probably around the time of the uh salem witch trials or the or that kind of deal oh, that time like, as soon as you show up and you're from the future you're automatically murdered which yeah. might happen in the past most times. I mean, I think that yeah. even in the medieval times, you, you got to assimilate. If you actually say, I'm from the future, look at my Nokia, they will kill you because it's like, well, that's magic. You're a witch. You're dead. Yeah. But if you go back far enough or further far enough, they won't be so uh, you know, crazy about the superstition shit. You're more of like an asset than a liability. Yeah. In a time in history where they thought different things need to be shut down, mainly yeah you know, like it's the dark ages let's destroy all technology even the good stuff and read a book pretty bad anytime yeah. outside of that though pretty nice and, and within a 400 year radius of uh like colonial shit yeah. it should literally just be called colonial 
no fly zone cold rat disease fucking death like you don't want to be there that 400 year radius is just cold formal formal attire wet disease that's just the that's just an 800 year span of just disgusting white people who are wet and cold and full of bugs bad time smallpox and fucking flu shit and like no food and shitty housing like it's like that is really backwards as it gets really it's 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 bass backwards as they say yeah as opposed to nice warm mediterranean fucking wine flowing parties hell fucking that ain't that ain't colonialism if i ever fucking said it right (laughs) yeah that's an empire yeah yeah which is why my answer is gonna be more lame because that sounds great but i'm thinking about it more as like in our heads it's like you can live in this bubble and take all the technology with you and just kind of observe it like a video game be like hey i'm in rome or oh hey i'm in uh king arthur's court with my sword and you know it's all fun like a video game but if you actually had to be there fucking nightmare man that's why I wouldn't want to go back that far because even though I would like to experience it and see it, if I only had one jump to the past, it wouldn't be there because although people like to look at the past and hearken back, there's better times back then. It used to be better off, better morals, better ideas, whatever. It sucks. There's no better time to be alive than right now. As much as the world sucks, it's the best time to be alive as a human. You have the best chance of comfort, you have the best chance of eating, the best chance of not dying by getting cut. I mean, you have the fucking internet. It's the shit. So for me, I would probably go back to the 70s or yeah. early 80s and be like, I get to experience the world. I still am relatively familiar with what's going on. I can still communicate with people. I can still experience the world as I've never seen it and I already know what happened. And I can just kind of like, you know, vibe and live in that world for a little bit and be like, hey, look at this. And this this new sound by uh this band called Eddie Van Halen's band or whatever. Like be like, hey, what the fuck? Like this ACD Australian band or mm-hmm. shit like that, or be like, you're you're kind of still familiar with what's going on, but it's totally foreign to you in the fact that you never existed in that time, but you still feel comfortable in it. And it's kind of a lame answer, but I'm not going that far back. I, I no, still want to like a solid number two, dude. Like for me, because yeah. it's like you can you can go to Shakedown Street before it got ruined. And yeah, you can, um, you know, because that used to be a general like fun barter Woodstock shit. It's cool. Sure. And then, um, it's all the good shit that we have now still then, but it was the original of all the good shit we like about today was yes. all then, and it was authentic as it gets. Yes, for yeah. sure. I just want I just I just want like the the biggest possible change where I know there's wine and bread. Yeah, no, that that does sound female companions and uh, some crazy shit, you know, like absolutely where like if I have money and, you know, whatever, it's warm, it's it's. Yeah, no, that that ain't bad. It's a great answer, too. I just for me, I'd be like, you know, at the end of the night, you know. Yeah, that I, would, I, it, it's like I'm just li- I'm just sleeping on a fucking hay bale and there's just marble everywhere. And I'm, you know, I'm wine drunk and this has been a great time, but I'm hungry, you know. <laughs> yeah i don't want to eat raw fish today like this sucks like this whole place even the emperor lives shittier than i do now and i got heat yeah it's true it's gonna be good fish though dude gotta be great fish it's gonna be great but yeah so that's my answer for the past uh what's your answer for the future how far do you go you get one jump i think you gotta go you gotta go 
Uh, no, I mean, I know technology increases tenfold every day at this point, but like, yeah, we have to take the same ideas into account we just talked about. You gotta, is, can you even I, fit in there in the past and the future? How far away do you have to go before you're the Romans who can barely even speak the language and have no idea what's fucking going on? I think you go as far as you can go with what we know about, um, about, uh, the fucking dog, um, about, um, about the dog, uh, can you hear me still no just just leave it leave it full volume the dogs don't you can barely even hear all right good so um i think you ha you have to do some math here and some predictive shit because if you go too far we they're just it might be just an apocalyptic wasteland if you go yeah you know, if you go you know not far enough to a point where we haven't you know either hit a tipping point where we're you know where you want to go you want to go right where the fifth element is that's what i'm trying to say and, <laughs> yeah that is the sweet spot that's the sweet spot right there where you got flying, Dallas. you got flying cars shit you know things are taking hot alien up. girls who want hot alien girls dude wine and um stuff like that because if you don't go 100 years might not be crazy enough to be like oh well it's just okay moving the, the phone is everywhere now and whatever yeah i want to i want to see some infrastructure changes pretty hard mm -hmm. and some flying cars and some you know flying transport that's you know uses propulsion technology that they developed there at 51 that right, is like right. alien ufo stuff i want aliens for sure i need them I need to see that you know right. like so that'd be fantastic that might not have we might not see aliens for another hundred years we might not whatever but you go shoot 400 out wow that would be good. unrecognizable i think right because 400 years in the past is the salem witch trials yeah and technology exponentially increasing i mean from 1920 to now is more of an advance than from 1600 to 1920 so it's yep. just insane so we would be, we might just be like i don't know what the fuck is going on here at all yeah but but it would be insane to see that far in the future and what, what it actually looks like what it feels like to be there yeah yeah exactly because it's it's you know like i don't want all the problems in the world get solved because then it's boring you know so i just that's why i mentioned fifth element he's still he's driving a fucking cab dude you know like mm -hmm. i want some of that i need some grit you know i need some adversity i need some weird shit but i need some interesting shit to look at you know like mm -hmm. You know, maybe some other, you know, there's all sorts of interesting things, you know. So I'm shooting, shooting for probably let's just 400. Let's just played safe 350. 350. Yeah. So 2372 would be that one, right? 72. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. 2370. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. I think I want to go again, pussying out, but I, I want to go a little bit more shorter than that i mean just because that's just like I, you might just be able to sit in like a cotton candy machine and be like i don't know the fuck's going on here like i mean imagine trying to explain a cell phone to somebody 100 years ago that would be impossible but 100 years from now it'll be much more difficult to explain that to us now because technology is moving that much faster that if it was 400 years in the future i don't even know if i would be able to understand what the fuck's going on whatsoever i mean i assume people are still eating maybe they're not yeah Maybe they're all tapped into the hive mind. I'm going to play it safe again. And I say 100. I'll just, I'll just say cool 100. Mm -hmm. 21, 22, 23, yeah. 24, 25. Um, and see what the fuck's going on there. And it, it, uh, we're going to assume the planet still exists at that time. That's a deep assumption. We don't know if that's going to be true. 
Um, but although we might not have met aliens by then, I would, I think I could still feel maybe relatively understand what the fuck's going on, have people teach me or whatever. Hopefully they still speak, um, Mandarin like we have now, and I can learn it on the, on the ride over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I can figure out what the fuck's going on, but at the same time, it'd be so cool to see the future. But I think if you go too far ahead, like a thousand, two thousand years, you'd have to just do it like the past in a bubble and just witness it. Because if you were living among it, you would be so foreign and you'd be so alone and terrified that it wouldn't even be worth it. I mean, a thousand years in the future from now, you picture like, oh, we got laser beams and robots. No, not at all. No, it's a thousand years ago. They pictured maybe. I don't even know what the picture magical horses that fly. They, they had no idea what the fuck we're doing now. They didn't know the internet. They didn't know anything. Like you, it would be terrifying and, and strange. And I think that the, um, the unspoken crazy thing about time travel is that we're built to live around 80 years as a species of humanity. And you jumping outside of your reality so strongly like that has to be like visiting a city coming from the country back in like ancient times and be like, what's all this? It's overwhelming. I mean, you can even go to major cities today and be a bit overwhelmed. If you've never been to one, imagine going to a city a thousand years from now, you'd feel like you were the most lonely person on the planet. And it would be terrifying that you'd feel like you're paralyzed by what's going on here. So almost like being an old person on Instagram. Yeah. I disagree slightly just because even 400 years ago, if you look at now, it's just not as fucking exciting as like you think it's going to be. Look behind you on your, your wallpaper there, you know, like that's Hill Valley. It. It's fucking it, dude. You know, that's, that's what it looks like today. And that's what you get, you know, like, and so that, so one, nothing's ever going to be as excited as you think it is. Um, two, <laughs> that did um, the bank. That is a fact. Thank you. And then Two, human wants and needs over the past 4,000 years of recorded history have never changed. That's a good so, point. So <clears throat> if you go even 1,000 years in the future, granted, we're not cyborgs. Um, so I don't know what they want or need, but like um, the human soul and heart and stuff like that is going to want the same thing. So you're going to have an understanding because you're still with the same fucking species. Yeah. You know, you're still going to have two balls, one dick. You're Well, I don't know about that, actually, after everything that's going on. But like, you know, for the most part, you know, like it's. it's I sure reminds me of the Shawshank Redemption when Red gets out of prison. And he goes, "The world's passed me by. I'm gonna fucking hang myself." Because like, even forty years is too much time to be like, "I'm just not part of this world thing." I don't know what the fuck's going on here. And that guy lived in present reality in that story. I can't imagine going so far in the future. People being like, "You'd be like, hey, what what are what are phones like here?" And people would be like. What are you talking about? Give yourself six months. You'd figure it out. You'd adapt. You'd be good. They give you, they, they're still going to, you know, be like, hey, drink this. You'll feel weird. You're like, okay. And then, you know, like. Yeah, I think even that's being assumptive. You're going to drink something a thousand years from now? Well, I know that you can't live off IVs. Like, they're like, oh, well, I would just love an IV all the time because I hate drinking water. It's like, no, you, your body needs to drink things through your mouth. Like, it's important to. Well, much like body. wormholes. As of right now, our technology needs us to drink water through our mouths. Has a, thousand years, a thousand years from now? Is that still Dude, unless, unless you're able to, tra- all the soul, all, you're born through a human body and then your soul is, or your, your brain is transferred to a computer immediately which would be completely pointless and stupid. You ah, uh, you think that you're talking like a, a true 2000 liver, true millennial. 
Yeah. Maybe yeah. it'll be insane. The very fact that you'd be like, why would you want to have a body so you can rot and die and feel pain and hunger and suffering? Well, why would you want the, to put your kids through that? That's what the gray's aliens are saying. Like they, they have less body, bigger brain because it's all in the brain. So they have, you know, they communicate telepath, whatever the fuck, you know, like, yeah. because it's the ultimate version of us is probably aliens. So like the aliens you think yeah. of on, yeah, on, we talked about this before. Yeah. yeah. That's probably, you know, that could I mean, be, it's our most important feature. That's why we have the biggest brain size per yeah. skull. Yeah. Right. That could be a million years of evolution where, you know, you get an alien who does not uh, require it to destroy the environment around it because they figured out some food source. Like I said, they like, they don't have to eat animals. They don't have to burn fuel. They don't have to do whatever it is. They don't even have to fucking talk because it can lead to disease. And then they do everything in their brain. So they're able to communicate, mm-hmm. entertain. Uh, they don't, they don't need to have sexual reproduction. So they do some, they fucking just have some other thing. Cause you know, just all the things about life are just taken away and they're just one big thinking fucking pot. Yeah. And that would be terrifying to us, but to people in the past, it would be terrifying to, to be us now. I mean, it's the kind of shit that we, that you would put your family through back in the year uh, 1000 it would be abuse. You'd be arrested. Yeah. To, to have to have to have your wife have five kids and four of them die and two of them starve to death. That would be abuse. You'd be arrested for putting your family through that. But at the time, you'd be like, "This is how the world is." And mm-hmm. now, in our world, if you had your kids be born and you never took them to the hospital, you didn't feed them. I mean, you'd be you'd be a terrible monster. In the future, maybe us even just wanting to just have kids the natural way and just have the world happen to them might be considered abuse to, to be able to put your family through the suffering of the mortal world that we live in now. I mean, the aches and pains and the, all the shit that can happen to you. I mean, it might be saying that like, why would you put your family through that? You're putting them at risk. Even jumping into a car is saying at any given time, you could kill your entire family. So doing that is a crime because you're putting your family at undue risk. So upload them to the supercomputer and live in paradise in your own brain or whatever and understand our real reality besides that you're basically unbelievable it's sarge John. Yeah. <laughs> he knows he knows he knows um but yeah i guess that's all i gotta say but it's just it's interesting who knows who knows who fucking knows who knows so anyways want to do final we, thoughts uh yeah i'm gonna segue into that with We really are in the future. Final thoughts. So, oh, dude, I love it. You gotta give me that. Vibe. I gotta do that for every final thoughts from now on. Yeah, from now on, this is what we're doing always. Final um, so, uh, final thoughts are: I'm a hundred percent believer in time travel. I think that um, there's just you believe that Mad Money Mike actually did it. I think Mad Money Mike, fucking, I definitely end up on that beach dead in 1939. Um, there's no other explanation no other explanation for that at all and um and i just 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 like always these are all theories it's 100 percent theory based just like everything is yeah but uh there's just something we're missing we might there might be some secret laws where about time travel that is it's so well protected that um you know it is and there and then there is i know that this is the theory but like nothing's saying that someone doesn't just have a someone some government just has a the machine <clears throat> then one person goes back and comes back in 30 minutes 
you know it's weird but like you can what do you mean by 30 minutes sterile it's so sterile 30 minutes their time 150 years our time No, but it's 30 minutes their time in our time so they're there it's like you get 30 minutes to go to this thing to go do something they come right back and you don't fucking touch anything so they might have a little version of it that doesn't how do they not touch anything though i mean you're insisting you know what i mean they don't fucking fuck thing you know like i'm tired as i was saying it's more complicated than you want it's it's so much more complicated it's not a movie we covered most topics of how complicated it is but i do believe that this is something that just it's just gotta be possible i believe i believe you want it to be real therefore it is sure do time travel so yeah i want it to be real as well and uh yeah i think it's a fascinating topic as always and obviously i can talk myself into a tizzy it literally is like the circular conversation that could fucking oh what about this what about that what about we don't know we don't know and uh it's, it's an amazing concept the very fact that it is possible to me makes it fascinating and much like you said just because we can't do it now doesn't mean we can never do it in the future only the fact that it's impossible within our reality right now because if it wasn't they had to do all kinds of extra methods to hide it which may be also possible maybe there's the theory of like oh yeah in the future time traveling is a uh, tourism thing and you have to have a fully cloaked ship and you can only watch you can't interact or xyz or whatever it is or they have to do the men in black brainalize people and act like you were never there and they forget or whatever but even that affects the thing yeah i don't know but yeah i think it's a fascinating topic and um I hope it's real because how fucking cool is that? I mean, like I said, for the safe states earlier, if I had any superpower ever, people always ask like, what superpower would you have? Ooh, I want to fly. I want to be invisible. I want to be super strong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. The only power, the greatest power is the power to manipulate time. If you can manipulate time, you can do anything. You can fight the strongest person. You can fly. You can climb the tallest mountain. If you could rewind five seconds, you'd be the strongest person on the planet. And if you go to the future and the past simultaneously, you'd be a god. Time travel is the ultimate. And I think that it's such an ingrained part of human culture because we are the animals that are cursed and blessed with the cognitive power to understand that we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Fucking party on, Garth. But yeah, we know we're going to die. So we always think about what happened before. How can we change it? What's going to happen? We can plan for the future. We can regret the past. We can have the pain of losing people. We can have the joy of bringing new people into the world. Time travel is just the ultimate thing. And uh, no matter what technology we create, as soon as someone can manipulate time, it's, it's game over. I don't care the strongest bomb you can make, the fastest ship. If you can change time, you run the shit. That's that. That's it. We never mentioned Roger from American Dad can do this. When 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 Snot's about to get hit by the bus. Yep, a lot of those things. So that's it. That's uh, that's final thoughts, and that's time travel. Did you DJBP? And uh, we'll see you guys next week for some something. Hell yeah! And I'm gonna turn on the uh, the the timeo meter now. And uh, now that we finished the podcast, I think we should go back to the beginning and uh, maybe see how we did. What do you think? 
That sounds great. Let's I'm just gonna, gonna crank it up now. And then you and I will just uh, kind of watch ourselves start the podcast here. Okay. You ready? <laughs> I was ready yesterday. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. No, remember, you, remember when you introduced it and you were like, oh, what do I say? Yeah, yeah, I can see that right now. Yeah, that's how Yeah, man, I can't wait till I do the Stephen Hawking thing. And we oh, that's going to be great that's when gonna you be hear really that. Funny. See, look at us. We have no idea that's coming up. In the, in the yeah, no, we have no idea. Uh, another the Rome discussion. Fucking Marty McFly and all these things. Is that what I really, that's really what I sound like, huh? I can't, I can't never learn anything. I don't want to go to Stephen Hawking's party and be like, hey, buddy. There you go. That's what I'm talking about there. He's not talking about, you know, Jorge's birthday party. You know what? You're right. We should definitely go further back. The guy who was claiming this is impossible. Let's just go back to Rome. back there. Because uh, I'm gonna crank it again. We'll go to Rome. Yeah. Sound, folks. See you next time, folks. See you next time. See you next time, folks. 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 All right, that is the Dylan Joe Basin podcast. See you next time, folks. Fifty-four. There's no time like the present. All right, that is at the Dylan Joe Basin podcast. So fifty-four with you guys. There's no time like the present. Still watching stuff? That's right. We'll be mm -hmm. present with you guys. You're still watching things? Are you in Rome? Where are you? Oh no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's wrap it up. You're still watching? Oh. <laughs> all right. No, you uh, trust me. I'll watch things. Are you in Rome? Where are you? Oh no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's wrap it up. Oh. Listen to the Dylan and Joe Basement podcast. If you get down with bad bitches. I go hard in the paint every fucking night, boom, shock, lock. What does it actually do? Ah, uh, well, that amount of electric uh, energy directly into your nutsack is not a good thing for the human body, so uh, it's a real <laughs> jolt. So it's a big giant joke. He's ready to go. Re he's buckling up and getting nervous and ready to go back to the glory days of football. And he literally just electrocutes his balls. <laughs> Some guy sold him this in, and that's the whole fucking thing. So one, nothing's ever me as excited as you think it is. Um, two, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say if you take a hot dog, please, please. <laughs> you take a really long. So it's just say so you have a hot dog, and then. You picture uh, Nathan's famous. You have a really long hot dog, and and time is that hot dog from yeah. end to end. Like you're at the beginning of the hot dog, and the it's end not of the a bowl, but it still takes you as long as it takes you to go through that hot dog. To cheers to Madman Mark. Cheers, Madman, and uh, cheers to you for avoiding all the people you owe a bunch of money by uh, faking <laughs> your own death. You're able to fold the hot dog in half and stick a pencil through it. And then yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm about to do. You're fucking my shit. That's exactly right. That's a wormhole. So instead of getting from A to B with normal time, you're able to get from A to B by folding a hot dog in half, and then just jump getting through there that way. Maybe no one wanted to. So. Ever in the in Ever. the infinite future.
infinite future, no one ever wanted to go to that party. That's how much they didn't want to go to that party. <laughs> that's, that's possible. It is. <laughs> it's that lame of a party. The world's passed me by. I'm going to fucking hang myself. It's a basement podcast.